0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Are you ready to witness greatness? Greatness. greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation.
1: eighty, let's go. is the same recipe.
0: Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> The king of sportsbook. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and Sports Handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger.
2: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in here. Happy Sunday to you. We've got Jeff Schwartz, 8-year NFL veteran Bill Crackenberger, Sports Handicapper from CrackWins.com. I'm Brian No. You know, we've got the Super Bowl 57 matchup, obviously, Chiefs versus the Eagles. But the real matchup is Schwartz versus Cincinnati. That's the real matchup over here because Jeff Schwartz was fending off whiny Bengal fans left and right last Sunday. And I'm just curious about a brief recap about all of those things. And ignoring uh, us.
3: Yeah.
1: I would like to take a moment of silence. For the end of the Bengals dynasty. That was <laughs> the end of the thwarted dynasty? at burrowhead this past weekend. Let's take a moment of silence, everyone. Okay, all right. The Bengals Dynasty's done. The Chiefs have vanquished the Bengals onto the Super Bowl. Guys, Patrick Mahomes, five years in the NFL. Well, six years in the NFL, five years as a starter, five AFC championship games all at home. <laughs> And uh, now three Super Bowls. Pretty, pretty remarkable. And a team, by the way, that we talked about at the beginning of the season, right? Like, what are they going to be without Tyreek Hill? What are they going to do? And, and look, it was very clear in this game, too, that they do miss that number one wide receiver. Like, that, the, you know, the number one explosive guy. We'll talk plenty about how that matters to Sunday. But yeah, they won the game, finally. Um, they need to beat the Bengals and did so. And it was a, a great performance by everyone involved. The defense was much better. Here's a deal, guys about officiating okay it's very simple so i cover the pac-12 conference for a living for those that are not new or those that are new to the pac-12 conference we have officiating issues okay so it's every yeah. conference by the way okay but the pac-12 seems to have a little more of them procedural issues procedural problems are not acceptable okay okay If you blow a play dead on 39, you hustle your butt in there all the way to the middle of the field and you make a giant scene, you wave your arms, you call the playoff, you do everything you can to make sure that play never happens. By the way, that also happened on the first drive of the game. The Bengals ran an entire whole play when the right tackle jumped off sides and no one stopped it. Like a guy ran in like five steps and just let the play run. So it already happened in the game, by the way. Like, make, that's a procedural error. That has to, that cannot happen. And that's absolutely a reason to be upset about officiating. Judgment calls, grow up, everyone. Judgment calls, they, it, it, you're going to get some, you're going to get some, you're not going to get some. Like, to me, I am team less penalties. Less penalties. Call, uh, if you call zero in a game, great. I'm team no penalties. If it's 50-50, don't call it. Pass interference, holding, personal foul, Anything, illegal contact, hands to the face, 50-50, don't call it. Just don't call it. And the the, the fact that people watch football games, watch sports, looking for penalties. Like, I, I, I get these these people to me after games of screenshots and videos of like plays. Oh, look at Jeff, check the second quarter, eight minutes left, man. looks like a holding here. I'm like, what are you watching football for? Are you watching for holdings and personal fouls? Are you watching for football? Like, what are we doing here, guys? So, like, Crimea River at River, a deficient. Joe Burrow had the ball with two minutes left, needing to go 50 yards against four rookies in the Chiefs secondary. Four rookies were playing. In the Chiefs secondary and a rookie pass rusher. Five rookies were playing on the Chiefs defense. Five rookies. And you couldn't go 50 yards for a game-winning field goal. Crimey River Bengals fans, you lost the game. You have to eat this one. I ate this for a year, right? I ate it, had to eat the entire year of this. Crime River Bengals fans. You lost. You have to eat it. It's not the officials' fault. It's no one else's fault. You lost the game, okay? It was a late hit. Sorry, don't push your quarterback when he has two feet out of bounds. Like I don't know what the argument is here. Shouldn't have called it. What do you mean? Shouldn't have called it? He's out of ba- he's t- so wait, wait, with with like less than two minutes left. You don't call personal fouls now. Like what's the cutoff line? Like, I just it's so silly to me, man. But on with this. When you have procedural <laughs> errors in officiating, like that we had on a third down call, like we have at the Pac-12 conference from time to time, then. People get riled up about judgment calls, right? As rightfully so, because if you screw up the stuff that's easy, right, then of course people look at the judgment call and say, "Hey, they're screwing these up too." Must be a whole conspiracy to blah 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 blah. That's where it starts. Is the procedural things can you can't screw up if if, if if you're an official judgment calls those get screwed all the time. The games played fast; it happens. So, uh, sorry, Bengals fans, you guys lost.
3: So let let let's, let me let me jump in here. So last week, <laughs> the more important things the line is coming up the you know the, the, the original line comes up about a minute to 30 seconds usually before or after the the game so the line comes up um, it was pickem at one of the sports books here in town in Vegas pickem and then the more important sports book Circa who controls the market um, because they take giant bets and, and and they're in the in in this business with some really respected guys there they have I, off the record, I don't even, well, we're on the record here. I don't even know how they pay these guys. Like, they have three of the top bookmakers that have ever been in Las Vegas, two of them really, and um, they came up with Kansas City minus two and a half. And when the whole markets pick them. So immediately, I know, I know what, 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 you know, human nature just, I just know that Kansas City kind of struggled there to win. And Philadelphia looked really dominant. Versus, And they really weren't so dominant because of Purdy and situations. But I know people. I know the way human human nature is. They're going to make Philly the favorite. I know it. I know that Circa is wrong, which they're never usually wrong. But I know that they're going to be wrong on this. And I go to take the two and a half. for. for, uh, for I actually put the bet in five grand plus two and a half. I missed it by a hair. It went to one and a half. I still took it. I knew taking points was the right thing to do. I knew if I didn't like the position, I could always get off it later on. I could arbitrage it, which I don't do. I'm not an arb guy. Uh, I still didn't. So I took plus one and a half, and I'm texting with the group, trying to really see what Jeff's thinking, and Jeff's not answering. I said, wow, something happened. Maybe he's with his kids or something after the game. No. He said, I'm sorry, guys. I'm arguing with Cincinnati fans. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute! No way! There's no... I, I just... I, I didn't know that side of him. Like, I, like he's arguing. I, I, like, I, like I
1: I, 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 I've I saved I, it for what? a year. I've waited a year. Oh, oh! Yeah. Because I've yeah. been I've been deferring. I've been the nice guy. Been, look, i look. I am I am a I am someone who honors the tradition of trash talk. You you they had one on me. They'd won the ba- they'd won three straight times. I had to sit there and eat it. And I was not going to take it anymore, plus the holding stuff again. Like, you know, yeah. the, the replay reviews and slow motion and the way we watch a game now is obviously great, right? I mean, it's so much – there's so much – there's so many ways to consume the game now and so many ways to to, to take in replays. But it really has made the, the discourse about the game worse, right? I mean, like, you, you can sit here on social media and see so many different views and angles of replays. And then we end up having, like – Two former officials, right? So Dean Blandino does a lot of media. And then Gene Statutor does media as well. Oh, so you have touch. one guy saying, it was a hold. Another guy saying, not a hold. Like, these stuff make it worse. It makes it worse, Brian. Like, it makes it worse that we have all these different angles and we have former players weighing in and we have this and that. Like, we have to remember, guys, the officials get one chance to watch the play on the field level from the position they're standing in, full speed, one whole time, and I'd rather they don't throw the flag ever. I'm team no penalties. Never call a penalty, ever. Don't call it.
2: <laughs> you, this whole thing reminds me, it's a dated reference, but it reminds me of the movie The Crow. And at the end of the movie, I don't remember it exactly, but one of the bad guys, no, it was actually the, the good guy, the crow guy, He he says... 24 hours of pain unleashed all at once on you, and that's what I feel. Crack just did. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff just did for a, an entire year for Bengals fans, an wait, entire wait. year of pain unleashed so all we, at we, once.
3: Yeah, you got. I texted there. him,
2: Crack. I was like, Jeff, what's the dumbest argument you've had to deal with? <laughs> it was like a day and a half later. Jeff answered the oh question God, because he I'm was still you. dealing with I these guys.
1: Still, I was, I was, I, I got a lot of text messages all at once. Plus, I really. I do not I, I have changed my my opinion on the Super Bowl so many times now cracked too. I did not want to wow. give you like an opinion on what I would Well the more you the pro, this is what happens when you watch too much like film and pay too much attention to little details and just yeah. you just weigh too much into the every 30 seconds I change my mind you wow. just weigh too much in, into details but um you know it just Wait wait, I, wait, wait I,
3: you don't mean going back and forth between KC and Philly do you?
1: Uh, it depends on what on the day and what I've what, what decided kidding to study. Me. It hmm? depends on what I've decided to study on. Why? Am I supposed uh, to have a... Uh,
3: uh, no, I just... that That's your team all year, Casey. I, like, I, I, I just well, yeah, think but they're... The,
1: a, I'm, I also... But I'm not, like... I have to have a reason why. I can't okay. just say you're going to win. Like, I have to have a... Wow. I can't just be like, you're going to win! Well, well, the Eagles are better on the offensive, defensive lines, and on defense. So why are they going to win, Schwartz? Well... 15 is really good. Well, we know that, but what about, tell me these other, so I mean, like there's, you gotta have reasons why, but we can still make fun of, of, um, of the people who think the game is rigged. You know, uh,
3: it, that's, that's many, ridiculous. Like, many, I'm sick and tired of hearing like, that.
1: If it was rigged, wouldn't the Cowboys be in the Super Bowl every season? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, very like, good like, point. Like, yeah, America's like, team like, and yeah. Like, and then yeah. there was some, then Adrian Foster was on a podcast, Aaron Foster with, a, with the PFT commenter. He just was kidding about some script. I think, I think he wasn't paying attention and PFT mentioned like a. a, a practice script essentially but he snuck in there a few other details wasn't paying attention he's like yeah we got a practice script every day and just it, just guys like oh man it's 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 not good and i think this is the downside of again like the social media discourse and it, it stinks too because this time of year two things are true right more eyeballs to football it's good 51 million people watch the chiefs and Bengals play 51 million people the, yeah. the most watched wow championship wow. game That's in sick. four years, I believe, right? Wow. But then because of the eyeballs, more people that, that have these large followings that don't really watch football are now tweeting about football, and oh, they're God. tweeting out, this yeah. looks rigged, this <laughs> is a penalty, this is this, and this is that. It's like, dude, I, I don't come to your sport and start tweeting out stuff about your sport. Like, take a deep breath. Like, you have a, like, please, please, I, I just, just, it, it makes it, work. so there's this, this piling on and piling on and piling on and, and people not wanting to accept, okay, this is the reason that some team might have lost a game. Maybe they just lost a game. Maybe Osai should have hit Pat Mah- Patrick uh, Mahomes lay out of bounds. Like, that was right. the thing.
2: That's a penalty. Yeah. Like, it's a penalty yeah, every it's time. It's a penalty. Oh, yeah.
1: Sorry. That, I, I don't know. Oh, Mahomes, he sold it. Okay. So what? He yeah, hit him. Yeah. His, both feet were in the white. Right, yes. Even if one foot's in the white, and sure, maybe Joe Mixon was hit late, early in the game out of bounds late. Yes. Maybe he was. I, I, what do you want me to tell you? They didn't call the first one, sorry. They call, they officiate quarterbacks differently. There's yeah. three officials looking right at that one. The, the referee's running over there. The line judge is running over there. The side, the back judge is running. Like, three officials are right there at that moment. Like, the quarterbacks officiate differently than a running back is. Why is it so hard for people to understand, Brian? I don't, I don't know, it. man.
2: It's, right. It reminds me of being a kid. If you ever played Nintendo or whatever the game system that you played oh, yeah, as a sure. kid, and there was that one kid in the neighborhood that was really tough to beat, and you were finally about to beat him, and he had some excuse, like, I wasn't really trying. I wasn't really trying, oh, yeah, wasn't oh, really trying <laughs> this game, like oh, or whatever. It just it takes all the joy out of it. And so for you, Jeff, you've been waiting a while for this, for the, the Chiefs to finally beat the Bengals, and then you're bombarded with, it's rigged, it- and it takes a lot of the joy out of it, and you want to – punch someone in the face. I mean, to be honest here, but I'll tell you this. I was on Cincinnati and I wasn't mad about the officiating being 100% honest. I was mad about the late hit out of bounds. That was one of the dumbest penalties I've ever seen in NFL playoff history. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I was on the Bengals and I had to have some debates with some people that were saying the same thing that you pointed out, Jeff, which is, oh, Mahomes, he, he sold it. It's like, bro, if I'm a basketball player and I'm trying to draw a blocking foul, someone yeah. comes down the lane and clobbers me and I hit the ground and I, I, I sell it, I embellish a little bit. That doesn't mean I didn't get clobbered <laughs> down to the floor. Like, it was the same thing with Mahomes. I don't know what people are arguing on that one. And,
1: and you know, the argument is, well, he didn't trip. Oh, he tripped over himself, which it looked like he might have tripped over himself. So What? <laughs> so what? Like I don't know what. Like, I, what is the the argument is? Did was he hit? Laid out of bounds? Yes. Yes. After yes. that, after that moment, it does not matter what happened. And and people say, you know, I, I, saw, I saw the argument of, you know, well. It should be a. They should have tiered a tiered system of of <laughs> five yards or fifteen yards on personal fouls. That's what we need. We need more gray area for oh the officials. God. Can you imagine that moment? No. Flags fly up in the air and the officials meet. Hey, um,
3: should it be five or fifteen? Uh, is that a,
1: a five yard, <laughs> fifteen yard? Uh, uh, and then, uh, By the, the way, does he him, miss the like field goal, guys? Guy does, does
3: he does he miss the field goal without the? I 15? don't think he even attempts it. No, I, if there's, there's no personal, personal I foul, I don't, I, I don't think, think it's it. hail mary. That's Probably. what I heard. I also, heard he too,
1: we, he also – he barely made the field goal. I don't think people realize that. Like, it was yeah. a really high-arching field goal. Well, there were eight seconds left crack. They would have thrown to the sidelines very quickly. They would, try, okay. they would have attempted one more pass. All right. They would the have got five lines. more yards maybe. and right. yeah. But they would have had to go out of bounds because if they don't get yep. out of bounds yep. – the, and then they would have just tried to bomb a kick in. Butker. Can make it, but his leg is. It uh, depends. But that what happened bigger. with that? He used to have range.
2: I remember it seemed yeah, like no, the red. Here's the yeah, line it, to it, gain well, for a on, legitimate shot.
1: It, I think it depends on what side of the field they were going to. If you notice in that game, mm-hmm. one direction all his kickoffs were short of the end zone. The other direction they were like out the end zone. So it might have been a wind mm-hmm. issue in the gotcha. stadium. But you know, guys, the reason players and look, I, I don't take seriously the players, the former players on the internet that like blame the officials. They're just doing it for for interaction and engagement. Every, players know, look, know, in that game, okay, for everything that happened, the ups and downs, the ups and downs, the ups and downs, again, the Bengals, the game was tied the Bengals had the ball with two minutes left to drive down to have a game-winning field goal. On the flip side, the Chiefs got the ball with 40 seconds left, and they had their opportunity. And the Chiefs cashed in, yeah. Was it a block in the back of the punt return? It wasn't the second block. The, the one That guy, actually flopped. We, there's video of that. He was not blocked in the back. There was maybe on the gunner, but that, again, like... Mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe not i don't know maybe he was i don't know again don't call it like i'm team no penalties don't call either way chiefs Bengals. don't care don't call penalties um and the chiefs (laughs) executed and the Bengals didn't like that's where i'm that's where i'm at in this game and it was a great game this rivalry feels very much like brady manning like each year we're gonna get this until otherwise i don't know why we wouldn't um burrow's excellent um you know, I felt even both wide, you know, both wide receiving cores didn't even help each other out. There was a drop by Hayden Hurst. There was a drop by Kadarius Toney. The Chiefs ended that game with Marcus Kemp as their second wide receiver. That's crazy. He had eight targets in his six-year career. He caught a pass in the fourth quarter of this game. Like, the Chiefs were down to the very end. Chris Jones, who hadn't had a playoff sack in his career, showed up. Frank Clark, second all-time and uh, third all-time now in playoff sacks. Like, the Chiefs, their guys showed up in this game, man. And Max Um, Sharping. That's why they're here. The guard. Yeah, the
2: Bengals guard, Max Sharping, is probably still having nightmares about Chris Jones. Yeah, that that
1: was... You know, the the Chiefs is kind of like, they put it together, man. And, 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 look again, this rivalry, I think it will be here as long as Burrow and Mahomes... Are in this game, are in the sport, um, yeah. And I, I think that m- my overriding point on all this too is like the hatred between the fan bases, and is great. For, like this is great for football, yeah. Rivalry, like Joe Bur- and Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes don't hate each other, so it's like not really like a them, like right. It, but right. like the like the the talking between. Mike Hilton and Willie Gay and Chris Jones and, 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 and Eli Apple, like that's great for football. It's great. Travis Kelsey calling out the
2: mayor. Yeah. Yeah, Mayor
1: Jabroni. Like (laughs) i it's great. It's so good for the sport to have this rivalry, like non-division, non-division, like even like the Manning Brady thing, like they, the Colts and Patriots didn't really hate each other. Like there wasn't like a, these teams seem like they do not like each other. And I love that for the sport.
2: Yeah. Hey, new users, download the BetMGM app today and use code Countdown for a special offer. That's code Countdown in the BetMGM app. We are off and running. We've got Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from CrackWins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year NFL veteran. Who you can tell if you put like this segment into tweets. It's a lot of tweets, a lot of tweets (laughs) Jeff sent out there about whiny Cincinnati fans, you know, so we're happy to continue that here on the show. Coming up next, who has more to gain with a Super Bowl 57 win? We will lay that out for you. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: To the biggest tailgate party in the nation. Fire, fire. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by Matt MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian no eight year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger.
2: It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM every Thursday. Be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM original podcast featuring yours truly, Jared Smith, and Bill Krakenberger. We give our takes on all the key lines, get you set for the weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, if you look at the coaching matchup here briefly, we'll get to Jason Scott from BetMGM momentarily, but if we just dip our beaks in the waters here... Uh, briefly. Which coach has more to gain by winning Super Super Bowl 57? Is it Andy Reid? Or is it Eagles coach Nick Sirianni? And the way I look at it, guys... I mean, it, there's a lot to gain for both of them. If Nick Sirianni wins his first Super Bowl in his second year as a head coach, that's obviously a big, big deal. I think there's more on the line and more to be gained for Andy Reid. If, oh, if he wins his second Super Bowl, he's in more elite company. And I think more importantly, avoiding a loss, if he loses, he would sink to one in three in the Super Bowl as a head coach. And I think we're starting, we'd are starting. we start to view him the way we looked at Peyton Manning's career for the bulk of it, which was what he wasn't accomplishing, what he wasn't winning instead of what he had accomplished. I think we would start to look at Andy Reid a little bit more like that, and especially going up against this former Eagles team, which he never won a Super Bowl with. Yeah. If he loses to them, I just think there's more on the line for Andy Reid here.
1: Hmm. There absolutely is more on the line for Andy Reid. Um, two Super Bowls. He's already a Hall of Famer, but two puts him in, as you mentioned, a different light, right? Different, you know, a, a, a different kind of category of that. It also kind of puts him in to the talk of this being more of a dynasty than more of kind of just like a one hit wonder type of thing. Plus, you know, we, we don't have to have the discussion of, well he didn't win enough with Patrick Mahomes, right, which is the discussion we have with some other coaches, with Aaron Rodgers, for example, and, and Mike McCarthy. It just kind of cements his legacy as the coach he is now. He's what? He's fifth all-time in wins or fourth all-time in regular season wins, second all-time in postseason wins. Like, he is one of the best coaches of all time. But winning this game kind of cements that legacy – as that coach, especially if he's down a couple wide receivers, if Pat Mahomes is a little bit hobbled, it becomes more of this, this Andy Reid legacy. So, I, mean, I think it's also important for Patrick Mahomes. But the one thing I do not like about these discussions is how we use losses in these games to discount someone for getting here, right? Like, it, it, the, it it's the LeBron Jordan thing, right? Like. Jordan 6-0 in the finals. Yeah, but you didn't drag an 0-7 Cavs team to the finals. Like, okay, I get it. LeBron lost more finals than you have. But he also took far worse teams to the finals than you have as well. And I'm not saying Andy Reid's team is not. But if you take Patrick Mahomes off the Chiefs and put him on the Eagles, and you put Jalen Hurts on the Chiefs, what's the line in this game? Crack. 7-8-9? No.
3: I don't think so. What is I it? I put that tweet up earlier in the week. I don't, I don't think it's that high. I, I put up really? three and a half. Yeah, I don't know. I, seven or eight? I don't know if you can plus seven.
1: You think the, the difference in those quarterbacks is two points?
3: No, but may, maybe it's, it, you can't put up a line where you're not going to get two-way action, some two-way action. I think you'd only get action on the dog there if it was plus seven or eight. Um, well, let's just. It, it,
1: let, um, <laughs> I love the professional answer. Oh, let's not. Let's sorry. say the non-two-way action. Like, what, what would you oh, just say? Okay. Like, like, what, what what do you think it would be? Yeah, of, it,
3: course, of course, yeah. Yes, okay. it, it, of course, it would be a little bit more. Yes, of course, it would be a little bit more. Yeah, I, I'm more surprised that both. Of you, I didn't expect Jeff at all, and even Brian, I didn't expect you guys to. I just thought more was on the line for the 41-year-old. You know guy that just got there like wow i'm I, I, you know reed's been there so long, and I, you know i, I had a, I found the stat. you guys tell me uh, if, if it 's right well Jeff, you probably know know this uh, more than even most people, so Andy Reed is the only NFL coach to win hundred games. And appear in four consecutive conference championships with two different franchises. That's yeah. that's unbelievable. Wow, that is. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: that's I, mean I also think you said it right there too, Crack. You said the forty-one-year-old Nick Sirianni. Think about that. Yeah, the age. Like if He's you had, had to time, bet, yeah. if you had to bet right here, right now, who's going to end up with more Super Bowl rings? Is it Andy Reid or is it Sirianni? I would bet on Sirianni. Andy yeah, Reid's not going to coach time. forever. He's got a few more years in him if he wants to hang around that long. Sirianni could have a couple decades if he wants to be around yeah. that long.
1: I, I yes, but I will say that winning Super Bowls and can you know consistent success like Andy Reid had, I mean we can name on on one finger probably the coaches that have done it in our generation. Right? I mean Bill yep. Belichick, right? Yep. Um, Andy Reid, what? Marv well, Levy. League. Like who? Like who? Who else? Gibbs, like, right? Gibbs would be one of them. And our like that's who else is? I mean, the Steelers, like sort of, but they've been like the Steelers. Not really. Like who else has been consistently in the Super Bowls? Yeah, uh, Niners. N- niners, yeah. I guess. But yeah. but yeah, but that was in the '80s. I mean, yeah, I know it's it's it's, a little it's, so, while like, ago. Now I'm saying, like, it's not guaranteed. the Eagles get back here, sure. Right at some point, they, they're gonna have to replace some of the older players on offense and yeah. defense. Um, and they have to pay Jalen Hurts. Here's the thing about the Chiefs guys: the Chiefs have paid Pat Mahomes already. Like they already right. have done the hard thing, yeah. which right. is pay the quarterback. Yeah. If you look at the playoffs, all these teams have not that were here last weekend had rookies on uh, quarterbacks on rookie contracts. Yeah, they've done the hard part. They have paid Pat Mahomes. Now the Eagles have to pay Pat Mahomes. The Chargers have to. Uh, I mean, the Bengals Hertz. have to pay yeah. Joe Burrow. It, right. Um. Uh. So I mean, the Eagles have paid. Jalen Hurts. So, like, that changes the dynamic of what the Eagles might be moving forward. Totally.
2: Absolutely, it does. Uh, The dynamic doesn't change on this show, though, because we have a constant, we have stability. And it's the name Isaac Lohenkron. It's an institution over here. Ilo with the latest. What's going on,
4: bud? Thank you, Brian. In fact, uh, I've had many of our listeners over the years uh, offer the thought that I belonged in an institution. So right you are, as always. <laughs> hey, fresh NBA news. TNT has just reported that the Brooklyn Nets intend to keep Kyrie Irving sidelined until the deal for him is finalized out of Thursday's NBA trade deadline. I thought
2: it was that calf...
4: Going on, I thought his calf I thought was really so hurt too. Over there. Yeah,
1: I mean, wow. boy, I Wor- mean, with worst teammate of all time.
4: So many stories over the years of athletes in the NBA, NFL, baseball, just fighting through devastating calf soreness mm. to compete in their respective games. So apparently it was not uh, necessarily right calf soreness. Anyway, without him on Saturday night or without Kevin Durant or Ben Simmons, the Nets rallied from 23 down to win over Washington, 125 to 123. Cam Thomas, a career high, 44 off the bench. Elsewhere, just call them the Golden State Warriors. They defeated Dallas 119 to 113, but Steph Curry left the game with a left lower leg injury. X-rays were negative. He'll have an m MRI. Denver over Atlanta 128-108. to 108. Denver at 37-16. and 16, Ties the Boston Celtics for the best record in the NBA. Pelicans over the Lakers 131-126. to 126, Breaking a 10-game losing streak. LeBron James scored 27 points. He's just 36 points away from becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. One final note. On Saturday night, the NBA suspended Orlando's Mo Bamba for four games and Minnesota's Austin Rivers three games for their all on Friday night. Fellas, I'm going to go ice my calf muscle back to you. (laughs)
2: Thank you, Ilo. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Follow the
0: money. Real good money.
2: All right, we are following the money with Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading. Joining us here on a Sunday morning. Good morning, Jason. You know, as we inch closer and closer to Super Bowl fifty seven, we've already seen some line movement in this Eagles Chiefs matchup. Like leading right up to kickoff, how much more line movement do you think we'll have once the game is about to start?
5: Uh I, I think potentially this year a little bit more than previous years given the the Mahomes and the wide receiver injuries we might see. Depending on which way it goes, it might move a half point or a point, but I don't think we're going to see anything significant uh, that, that we saw. And certainly in the um, NFC Championship, we, know what, we couldn't write 49ers' name and that number went right out. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not anticipating a huge change.
1: Um, did you guys, um, obviously you told us last week you ended up rooting for the Chiefs. So is it, did it end up being a, a weekend that you guys were happy with on Championship Weekend?
5: Yeah, we had a really good result. Actually, after I spoke to you, we saw uh, significantly more money coming in for Bengals. So uh, the Chiefs were a good result. The first game we lost, but we, we more than made up for it on the second game.
3: Jason, what what uh what's what's going on this with this game here? Uh, you guys take any significant money, any big bets? You know, a lot of these companies want, you know talk about their six figure bets. Have you taken any of those size bets? And where do you stand on the game right now? Do you need a side, or or do you uh do you, and do you expect to that to change at all before the kickoff? Uh,
5: yeah, we did take one bet. We took a million dollars on the Eagles minus one twenty five. Uh, on Friday evening. Uh, the Eagles were a loser before that, and they're basically right now. We had a good lead. Both teams are good in the futures, Bill, so right now both teams are winners for us. Uh, I expect the way the money's running, unless Patrick Mahomes is seen doing cartwheels at uh, practice one day this week that the Eagles look like being our loser.
3: Okay, wow. All right.
2: Um Brian? You know, Jason, I'm looking at uh, – <laughs> this is going to sound like a commercial, but it's an honest question. I'm looking at the BetMGM app right now, and there's a, a, a like a parlay, a prop bet that's being offered. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and Travis Kelsey each score a touchdown. And the first thing it made me think of is, do you think as the popularity of, of prop bets grows and grows, do you think that we'll get offers in the opposite direction where it's like, Hertz, Brown, and Kelsey don't score a touchdown, and you could parlay that together. Do you think it'll be offered more? Do you think once it's offered, it would be popular at all if it's the opposite of, hey, everybody's scoring. Hey, all this receiving yardage is over. Hey, all the passing yards are over. What if it's the under or
5: no instead? Yeah, look, to be blunt, a lot of these prop bets, they're really a marketing opportunity. Uh, you know, we we we'll have eight or 900 props, but 99.9% of the money is going to come in, even in the prop betting, in about 30 of those props. We've tried the no's. Frankly, if we put high-profile players up, uh, there's just no interest in betting the nose. So the, the ones we put above the line, we always put yes. I mean, it's the same thing. With the high-profile guys, we've seen any of the yard props, we've seen 90% of the money go over. So, so effectively, we're... Um, pandering to our recreational customer base. That's where they want
3: to bet. I'm looking to bet the no's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love the no. No touchdowns? Oh, my God. That's been a big money He, he Jason's right, though. He, you don't want guys like me betting no on those things because I'm going to bet no on most of them. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to take your – Jeff, go ahead.
1: Do you um, do, do you uh, find a lot of people like wagering those exotics for the Super Bowl, the ones that are the long the long odds or the weird things happening during the game?
5: Yeah, I can assure you the worst result for us, and I suspect every book in the business will be first uh, first scoring play being a safety. Uh, <laughs> happened at uh, Carolina Denver game you know, what a decade ago. Every year that's a multi million dollar loss for us as people love spending their you know sixty six to one, uh their ten, twenty dollars and, and the quantum adds up. So so that literally would be our worst case scenario that of something like Travis Kelsey scoring three or four touchdowns. Uh at big odds people love those as well.
3: Boy, yeah, I see, you know, it's funny you mentioned that one because boy, I don't remember a year. Maybe I'm just not thinking about it. Travis Kelsey, a favorite uh, you know, I, I, the, he the fans love betting him to to score a touchdown, and I, I don't remember. It. I've seen a couple different pl- lines this week that he was minus 120 to score a touchdown. I, you, you're probably going to root against him scoring a touchdown, I'm sure, by game time. But I want to know, any other player props? Do you guys really take positions, or do you just consider it a novelty? You take uh, I, I don't even know uh, on the app, maybe take 500 bucks on them in and, and, and volume, just let people play. But to be real blunt, Jace. I would love to be able to, you know, just keep on hitting props over and over again. I think it's it's one of the things that me and my team are specialties in. But uh is there any props that you actually will have sides on or do you think it's mostly mixed action because of the little fifty and hundred dollar and twenty five dollar bets?
5: Yeah, look it's it really isn't only the said it's a marketing play. The 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 one that we see most popular now probably the shorter prices is uh uh, outcome of first drive to be a punt at uh, even money. Um, we'll, we'll have some. Look, there's, there's certainly... We we know how soft these markets are, and people like yourselves, Bill, uh, will come in, will beat us. Um, if we break even on Super Bowl on these prop markets, we're happy with that. Uh, wow, the break even. Yeah, Super Bowl Holy. is huge acquisition uh, play. So it's um, really, for us, it's an opportunity to sign up tens of thousands of customers that we can then market to for the rest of the year so i might be from the bookmaking part of the business but i understand uh the marketing side of the business so we we need to provide that it's it's a very different game from the old vegas days
3: huh
2: jason you're the man i always appreciate you popping on man hope you have a good sunday
5: thank you kindly
2: thank you there he is jason scott betmgm vp of trading. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place, bundle and save at progressive.com. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz here today, eight year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from crackwains.com. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, will we have to rename this show someday soon? We'll explain. It's Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Two NBA insiders
0: podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
1: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me,
0: Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Matt the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: And sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to
2: Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Place a first TD score prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. I was just thinking, fellas, obviously the name of this show is Countdown to Kickoff. And there was a headline that caught my attention where concussions are up. Concussions are up. There were 149 diagnosed concussions in the 2022 season. That's an uptick of 18%. Now the league says, well, we got these different concussion protocols and that, that's, that's the reason why concussions are up. We've got this, this new system and diagnosing them and that's why. But the point is this, the NFL has tinkered with eliminating the kickoff. And I just wonder with concussions being up, they've taken baby steps where they, they move the, the, the kickoff line up where there are less returns, there are more touchbacks. And I just wonder, with concussions being up, today we get the Pro Bowl games, there's flag football, which isn't a great indication that kickoffs are going to be eliminated. But when you start to piece everything together and with the baby steps the NFL has taken to try to reduce the amount of concussions, concussions happen the most with kickoffs, do you ever think that it's going to be eliminated altogether someday and if we're still doing countdown to kickoff we gotta rename the show at that point
1: um i it's gonna get there at some point i mean i think the model we saw in the xfl where the players align very close to each other and there's none of the running like back and colliding that might that might stop at some point but we're getting closer and closer to, to flag football soon enough i mean there's a report now that we're the competition committee is going to look at eliminating. They call the drop tackle. I think now, and the the one Tony Pollard got hurt on, where you're from behind and you're trying oh, wow. to tackle someone and you like drop your hip down. But I mean, what, what's the defender supposed to do? Just let go at that? At yeah. that point, like I, 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 we're getting there at some point, man. It's going to happen at some point. You just can't eliminate all injuries. You just can't. It's a violent sport, man. And the NFL has done their best to. Help with head injuries by lessening practice times, by lessening the way that you know you, you practice and, and, and you hit and the concussion protocols, but you just you just can't eliminate everything. cracking. and look, you know, maybe the kickoff will be eliminated. I'm I'm, I'm fine with it, but I will tell you what, man, a kickoff return can really change a game. It really can, um, and maybe it goes away, and we'll and we'll live with that. I mean, it is what it is. We'll 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 live with it.
3: Am I so bad? that that I'm just thinking to myself like this subject unless i can bet on the over under amount of concussions i you know it's just i'm terrible i know but but i mean uh tua this year really showed us some stuff i mean that that's that's when you look at this 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 kid on the field and you remember that first game when he 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 got up and then like fell down again i actually did though and i'm being all serious now cuz i was fooling around before i actually Felt so bad for him that that uh, you know he he got up and like like and then it was almost like there was a more uh, of a magnifying glass on concussions this year when he went. A- am I right, guys? Is he the first guy this year that really brought this out and started making the talk? Is that right, guys? It, I mean,
2: yeah, like yeah, that that definitely fine. sharpened the focus for it's sure. Been talked There's about no a lot, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. it hasn't really gone away. It look. I think the hard part, the 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 thing that Crack talked about, I mentioned. I think is the hard part is that, you know, a lot of people I think just want to watch football, and don't want to have to worry about. You know, the player's health, which is a weird position to be in as someone who's a fan of football, but also a former player, right? But that is part of the game, right? I mean, part of the game is that players are going to get hurt. There's going to be injuries that are going to be, unfortunately, very ugly to look at and, and to yeah. see. And that's the reality of the game. And, and the NFL, the players are trying to do their best to have players stay as healthy as possible sure. so we can watch them play, but also the long-term yeah. health of the players remains something that can, you know, can, they can have a life after football.
2: Tough to find the middle ground, man. You just can't take football out of football. That's all. I yeah. get it. Uh, coming up next, the QB carousel looks a whole lot different now. Details on the way.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in here. Happy Sunday to all of you as we take baby steps toward Super Bowl 57 next week. Now, the thing I want to start off this hour, I've got a bunch of, like, Word documents and all this stuff on my screen in front of me, and <laughs> Good man. I clicked on our Zoom chat. So we have a zoom chat going because the Fox Sports Radio social media team does a great job grabbing our clips, throwing them online. And I, I clicked on the zoom chat and I see Jeff with a full like bib slash towel going on as he's scarfing down something. That I just have oh, to yeah. know what you're eating there, Jeff.
1: I was I was having just like a, a little seaweed snack thing. The towels I just like I just, I was in the kitchen and I just took the towel upstairs with me. I don't know. I leave it, like when I cook, I just leave a towel on my shoulder and I just left it there. I don't know. It just was there. It's a more it's comfortable for me. It's a good look for radio.
2: Yeah, it was yeah. a great look because yeah, you got the towel. Yeah, kind of like a John Thompson old school. Yeah. Got it over yeah. the left oh, wow. shoulder, right there. there you go. But it I'm looked like you had it in the middle. The it looked like you took the John Thompson towel and you went bib no, for a little while. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, no? it
1: wasn't that big of a deal. No, I am oh. hungry though. I could use some food. I, we yeah. got two more hours, so have a nice little lunch. I know I'm it. Excited. I know it. I'm starting to get hungry yeah. myself. Uh, so if we look at the
2: quarterback carousel, this NFL offseason, the biggest news is Tom Brady retiring. The goat. Made it official as of right now. I guess maybe you wonder, based on last year, if he gets the itch again and San Francisco comes calling. But it seems like Tom Brady is done for good. And I don't know what you guys felt, but during the week, it was met with such a, "Eh, all right, fine, he's done. That's that. I don't know if it was last year and we had been done, we had been through this before or... I just think a lot of people, unfortunately, are sick and tired of Tom Brady. That's fine. You don't have to love the guy. But to sell the guy's career short is just obnoxious to me. And that happens a lot with a yeah. lot of people. There's just a personal agenda. And they're just like, eh, I don't like the guy. So, therefore, what? You're not going to celebrate a dude who has seven rings? Or are you are going to try to diminish it? It's
1: crazy to me. Oh, you know, I, think I a couple. Go ahead, Greg.
3: No, I, I have a friend who, who was a pure football fan. Very, very wealthy, uh, by the way, <laughs> of course. And uh, he, he's down in Myrtle Beach. Uh, Frankie's his name. I'll just give his first name. Uh, he texts me uh, on Wednesday morning. Thank you. I love my family. I love my team. I, I guess this is the speech because it says F watch. Like you press the button, you watch Brady's thank you, whatever he said. I have to admit it. I said back to Frankie. I said, F him. Should have retired last year. Cost me lots of money this year. You know, I I was part of a group that actually (laughs) got the information about 10 hours before Brady announced it. I got 35 to 1. 32 to one to win the super bowl i bet a lot of money on and throughout the year i lost money on tampa bay uh, on stuff with tampa bay he should have retired a year earlier and i and i I got mad and i said that to to him and he said what a cold statement (laughs) won my biggest bet ever against him he said i don't tell you to retire and you cost me millions so here's why he's saying that it's just he comes to town and he he was going to bet something like I'm not joking. He he literally bet half a million dollars on a Super Bowl. So he comes to town and he winds up betting like half a million bucks. I mean, you know, in other words, when, when he said cost me millions, he, he's joking at that number. But it just seems like whenever he's around me, uh, the advice I've given him in the past on it's like three situations. But. You know, uh, he's just being funny, but I'm being really serious about this too. It's the old Bronx tale thing. I'm sorry, guys, to bring it up again. I know I did throughout the season. Listen, if I can't pay my mortgage, I'm not going to call Tom Brady. He's not going to pay it for me. He don't care about me. Why do I care about him? That's a terrible stand. I know it is. I know it's not. A, I'm not a fan of the game. I'm not a team player i don't root for teams my allegiance is my bankroll and my family um and a couple friends uh but you know maybe i'm looking at it wrong (laughs) he's a this guy's a big gambler too and for him to look at it and say wow that guy's great listen we know he's the goat we know he's the you know uh, at least from i say that and that may get some two-way action you know guys even even though i'm older than Mm -hmm. you two guys you guys feel the same thing too he's the greatest of all time of course we do but there's some guys that go back and say, hey, you guys don't know the quarterbacks of the 50s and 60s and 70s. So, yeah, because uh, I, but- cause
1: I'm, cause I'm 36 years old. That's why. Um- like I, I saw I saw there was a list floating around on NFL Live. They had done a list of uh, top yep. quarterbacks and someone was yep. like, well, What about Otto Graham and Sammy yeah. Baugh? Yeah. You can ha- have that argument with your friends at your barbershop. Like <laughs> That's what keep, I see leave me leave in me out of the barber that argument. Shop, you said. Like leave me out <laughs> of that argument. I'm not having an argument. I I you, you want to argue about dudes that put leather helmets, be my and no face masks, be my guest. Um here's the That's thing true. about I think I think with, with Tom Brady specifically. Um is that you know, we already went through this last year. Like when he retired, I tweeted out Can I just retweet my tweets from last year? Like I, we went through this last year. We we, we did we 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 did we did the emotional. You're the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I loved watching you play. I right. respect you. Like we did all that last year, and I think good. he realized that. That's why I just put out a video and good
3: good, and, good. Okay. And moved
1: it along right. Like
3: you just got along. And I
1: think man. I think for a lot of us, it was like, well, we did this last year. I'm not doing this again. I'm not putting this in, in emotion. I'm not investing my time in doing this again. Plus, guys there was a period of time when it was like the end of the careers of like Brady, Manning, Big Ben, Eli, Breeze and we were like who's the next the next is here Mahomes, yeah. Burrow, Allen, Herbert, yeah. Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott like we got Tua, they're, they're, Tua, they're, Tua, Tua, <laughs> Tua. Lamar Jackson, right? <laughs> they're here. We're, we're in we're in that moment now. And right. we're we we have a Super Bowl now with with Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts like not to say Tom Brady is the, he's the greatest of all time, but I think all the attention is focused now on the younger guys, right? And, huh. these, and as they should okay. be. That yeah. I think the attention now is like, okay, Tom, you you had your time, right? Like, yeah, you, we were you're the best of all time, but now the attention's on the young guys, as it as, it, as happens all the time. And and I think so that too, happened
3: with you saying that happened in the past, with like guys like Montana, great, they said yeah, he was the greatest yeah, of all thing. time. And, and Maybe think, even Johnny Unitas. And, I mean, that, you know, and that, for
1: me too, you know. I'll, I'll give you one other thing on this one too. Is I have so much fatigue from Aaron Rodgers talk that it bleeds into Tom Brady. Uh, that Tom, really, Rated, yeah. yeah, he doesn't deserve that. Like Tom Brady has not, really the drama's not been that bad with Tom, but the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I'm just like I'm just tired of talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like he's
3: coming to Vegas. Uh,
1: who cares? Congratulations <laughs> on going he's to Las Vegas, here. buddy. Like, congratulations <laughs> on you, you, you'll you'll finish third in the AFC West. Congratulations right. on that. The,
2: the thing that you're laying out there, Jeff, with Brady fatigue and. For anyone who's just over it, fine. No problem. You don't have to love the guy. You don't have to celebrate him and, like, whatever you say. It sounds – it's the equivalent of, like, harps and trumpets in the background. and That's fine. You don't have to like the guy at all. What drives me crazy is when I hear these brain-dead arguments trying to take away credit, where it's just – it turns into one of these, like, hey, hey, uh, uh, how about this argument? It's like you're just looking for something – because it starts in a place where you're either just tired of the guy, you resent the success, whatever it is. And it's just these bad arguments where the deflating is the biggest fake controversy in sports history. Right. And people make that out to be like an advantage or something like that. It's ridiculous. And, or oh, oh, the AFC East, just an easy path to the, the Super Bowl over there. The Super Bowl is on a neutral field every year. There's no advantage there. Like He's 7-3 in Super Bowls. I'm a Dolphins fan, by the way. Let me preface everything with I am a Miami Dolphins diehard fan, and Brady ate that division alive for two decades, okay? So this isn't coming from a place of, I love Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Like, I I hated Tom Brady for a long time because he's wrecking my Dolphins. (laughs) But, like, you can't be emotional to a fault and just be spewing bad logic, and a lot of people
1: do. It's crazy. because it's not fun to just say Tom Brady's the best or Patrick Mahomes the best, right? Like, it's not fun. to It, it makes, you know, the talk shows less... By the way, tell me about Tom Brady and AFC East. Why is it that the teams in that division for years apparently not did not try to improve quarterback? Yeah, the AFC West, Herbert, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers now to the Raiders possibly. Like, they, they keep trying to catch the Chiefs, and yet for 20 years, the AFC East did nothing to catch Tom Brady. He's a Chiefs fan... I don't like it. Stay out of there. Stay out of the AFC West. Aaron Rodgers, don't come out here. No one needs you <laughs> in the Raiders. It just seems odd to me that the Raiders would <laughs> would go this length to get a quarterback, knowing that that Patrick Mahomes in in their division. But the 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 look the Tom Brady thing, greatest of all time, greatest winner of all time. He had two separate dynasties in New England. They yeah. won three and four years. Then took they won the last championship was 04. But not again till 2014, mm-hmm. when they won three in the next five years. And then he went to Tampa Bay, won in his first year. Then he, he'd been playing us three straight years in Tampa Bay. It's done. Like, he's had a great career. I think we all believe it's done now. I feel that. And, and by the way, guys, if you, I know, crack, you're into collectibles at times. You can get yourself a jar of the sand <laughs> when Tom Brady right. retires yes. on Very eBay. Retired. I seen for that for a hefty 000. amount, yeah, a hefty grand. amount. I, I know yeah. you're into collectibles, correct? Um, you can yeah. add it to your collection, there, buddy.
3: Yeah, hundred. I seen that for hundred grand. I mean, how stupid is that? Anyone could just grab sand off any beach and say it was his. I mean, God. That he, that, say that he stepped on it. I mean, people are just uh, – they're so gullible. God, Crack, you got a head start,
2: though, man. Championship Sunday, the, the Bengals-Chiefs uh, game didn't go to overtime, which was great for all of your under bets. Let, let me tell you. So you've, got some, you've got some
3: cash toward the Brady sand but, if you want to use but it. But I will there. tell you, though. Do you realize if that game goes to overtime, I probably lose. Think about that. So it's a, it's a five figure swing. I mean, giant five figure swing on, for me, because I would have literally. Taken four winners and probably turned them into four losers. I mean, I had, like, like, you know, here we had a rogue number of Kelsey under 80, so 78 and a half. He's, he's on 78. Um, uh, Chase is on 78 and it's 86. I mean, there's so many things that would have happened with overtime. I'm rooting for, the, you know, them to make that field goal. And, you know, hey Jeff, earlier you said, so I didn't realize that probably. I watched the game. I, I thought he made it by like five, six yards, the field goal. He, he, it was closer than that
1: yeah I think it barely I think it barely made I don't think it hit the net Wow okay right? So, right, so he wouldn't the, the, have made it from 15 the, yards. The but. No. I, mean, I think
2: it might have gotten there it was close it, right? it, it like, yeah. there, there's a
1: view by from by. the side right uh, like the cheap spot of video like with with yeah. the call from Mitch Holtis. I, I, think, I think like ba- you look at it barely I think like when about I watched the money. it live, I thought oh, he missed it. I thought it was short watching it live wow. for a with the, second. With the, before with the new year.
3: rules for the overtime and the playoffs, definitely everything that I had under is going to go yeah, over. Cause, yeah,
1: because both teams yeah. would, would have had oh, the ball. God. Every and, time and, the Chiefs and, win a, a playoff game, we have to change the rules, right? Last year, the, <laughs> the overtime yeah, rules yeah, yeah. changed. Now now we have to change the unnecessary roughness rules because the Chiefs unfairly help the Chiefs. Yeah. Every year, every time the Chiefs win a playoff game, we have to change some sort of rules because the Chiefs won a, a, another playoff game. Uh, look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We even what, talked what's, about the you, what's the Niners thing that you say, yet?
2: crack? What is it? The uh, the what gambler? What, what's the adjective? aggravated gambler? The aggr. You're the aggravated Chiefs fan, Jeff. That's what, he's <laughs> the this aggravated was... gambler. You're the aggravated Chiefs fan. It's funny. Yeah. We, we
1: spent an hour and fifteen minutes now, having mentioned the Niners Eagles game at all. That's how. That's
3: right. That's how, like, that un- that's how unimpressive
1: wow. it was because it was just such a weird, a weird game where. Um, I don't even. They just know. gave up
3: when he, when Purdy went out. I did, They didn't
1: throw the ball no more. It's like wow. Well, well crack because they literally Purdy's arm was held together by a by a string, like a little wow, string yeah. of an elbow was in there. Like his UCL was torn to shreds. He couldn't throw the ball. It's a, I'm surprised he, he heroically threw a five yard screen pass that one time. Um, yeah. How about the
2: McCaffrey pass? By the way, okay, here's oh, a,
1: very quickly on this game, and we could talk more about this in a second. The, the craziest thing to come from this weekend wasn't even the complaining about the, 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 the penalties. It was the fans that just were like, the Niners should just run Wildcat with McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Oh, I'm like, guys, what, what, what? They're like, they should have had an emergency plan. I go, Josh Johnson. The fourth-string quarterback was the emergency plan.
2: Right.
1: (laughs) Once you get to him, your season's over. Sorry, Niners fans. If your fourth-string quarterback is playing on the road in the NFC Championship game, your season's over. Sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you, guys. I'm very sorry for you. You're in this spot. He looked okay at first going out there, though. The the, the, the mistake – not the mistake, but if they'd gone to half 14-7 and not fumbled to end the first half – Correct. This would have been interesting because, you know, it it was – Eagles were, you know, Niners, assuming Niners were holding tough 14 7 at halftime. What you know, what happens defensively is when your offense can't score, you try to do too much on defense and you often put yourself in a bad position. I the Niners defense just kind of you know worn out too many penalties, try to do too much. Eagles took advantage. If you go 14 7 at halftime, man, that game is pretty close. Niners won't win, but. It becomes a much closer game.
2: You know what's crazy to me about that game is coaches routinely get called out for anything. And Kyle Shanahan, I didn't hear much of anything about Kyle Shanahan. One, he didn't challenge the Devontae Smith catch that led to the first touchdown. Fine, okay, whatever. You didn't see an angle of it at first. Fine. Then he tries to block Hassan Reddick with a tight end, Tyler Croft, and got... Brock Purdy turned into Brock Putty. He got his quarterback Ooh. killed. And then later on, he's trying to block Hassan Reddick with Kittle. Don't block one of the best pass rushers in football with a tight end. What are you doing? And I didn't hear hardly any of that with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. If anything, it was like, why wasn't it Christian McCaffrey and Debo in the Wildcat? And hey, how about that? What about calling out Kyle Shanahan? All these coaches get called out. How is Kyle Shanahan bulletproof when it comes to that?
1: Well, you have to if you have if you use tight ends in the run game, you have to use them to sell play action pass. All right. The question becomes then: How do you mitigate this possibility? Right. So, do you have another offensive lineman come back and help on the on the on the tight end? Yes. And so that that to me is like: How do you build in an extra help? Do you have the back on a play action fake come back and help? Right. Brock Purdy. You gotta teach him. He you gotta, you gotta climb the pocket. He had time if he right. had stepped up one yeah. step in the pocket. Yeah. He probably avoids getting his arm killed. He might get hit, but you're not going to hurt your elbow at that point, right? So there, there were ways I think that he could have. Not maybe, maybe he had this all coached up and guys and execute. But you, but you have to sell the the, the the play as you would run the play. So I sort of get that point of it. But for example, like the Chiefs are going to have at some point, maybe have a tight end or a running back on. But they're going to have two guys on them, right? They have a tight end and a running back. The Niners had to find a way to get one other guy to help on that play, and it would have been fine, but they just didn't do it. And, you know, it's just unfortunate. It, again, it's a rare injury for an NFL quarterback to have a UCL like mm-hmm. that. And um, Niners just, uh, just seem cursed, man. You know, you're getting your fourth-string quarterback. He gets hurt, and that's the end of it. Like, you're just not going to win football games with fourth- or fifth-string quarterbacks international football it's not going to happen
2: it's like being the drummer of spinal tap all these liners, i don't get that reference but i believe you you don't you need to check that out jeff you need to check that. it out right away I hey that. earn a 50 dollars bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on refer a friend to invite a friend and in just a few simple steps both you and your friend will receive a 50 dollars bonus BetMGM, the king of sports books the king of parlays all right we've got jeff schwartz eight-year nfl veteran bill krakenberger Sports handicapping from crackwins.com. I'm Brian Though Coming up next, hey, NFL, betting is your friend. We'll have details on that. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. Fire, fire. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian Noe, 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and Sports Handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenburger.
2: It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. So today, fellas, we got flag football. we got the Pro <laughs> Bowl games going on here. and uh, I love this quote from Raiders running back Josh Jacobs, who just said, This bleep is stupid. (laughs) Talking about the new Pro Bowl games format. I think this, if you want to dress this thing up, look, let's take a step back. I get it. The Pro Bowl turned out to be an eyesore. It wasn't even two-hand touch. It, It was not even resembling football. So I get why they put that thing out to pasture, And now we get this. We get the Pro Bowl games. It's random events. Long driving competition. It's precision passing. Now we get flag football. If you want to dress this up, I would get in bed with gambling. I'd get in bed with the sports books. I would make this betting friendly if they want the ratings to be a little bit better. Maybe they don't even care. I don't know. But if they want to dress it up, I haven't seen anything On numerous apps where you can even bet on this thing where whatever the the most amount of yardage for the the flag football game the longest completion what do whatever you want but you know as well as I do guys if there is gambling to be done people are going to gamble on it especially if you put the NFL thing on top of it if it's to win tickets to the Super Bowl if you predict x amount of things correctly whatever I haven't seen anything as far as that goes and it's going to be a dud if
3: you don't dress it up a little. Not a bad idea, Brian. That's really not a bad idea to, to, to maybe get a little bit of um, – uh, one of those bets. They're, they're not – they're just harmless little bets, and maybe throw some sponsorship in or something. But then again, I'm not a fan of this this game. I'm not a fan of the. Of, I never was really. I never. I don't think I've ever watched a Pro Bowl in my life. And by the way, there was a betting element every year to that. There was action on that. Um, you know. And, but however, now I don't see. You're right. I look across multiple apps. I don't see a line anywhere on this. I think you're right. So um, I'm not even really interested in watching. Anything that I really can't bet, bet on. So <laughs> can't get a little edge doing something. So I, I I wouldn't watch NFL. I don't care what the commissioner says. You know, I remember years ago, they had to be a big discussion on, on, on a big network saying only less than, uh, five percent or three, I think it was three percent he said uh, that have action on the game in the stands or at home watching the game, which we know is ridiculous. Um, I have no interest in, in, in this, uh, in this format. I have no interest even if not. So, um, yeah, anyway, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a, uh, it's something that I, by the way, I did expect there to be a line on this somehow. I was shocked looking at my live odd screen. I expected there to be a line on something. I thought there was going to be, like you said, a different kind of proposition bet. something. I don't see Anything, And I'm shocked, by the way, that that BetMGM and these big sports books, you know, it all takes is one to put something up and the rest of them can copy something. And believe it or not, you know the DGens out there would bet this. You know that, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I can't believe we haven't found anything, nothing, not even just like you said, a standard line, a point spread on the game. There's nothing, man. It's empty. I will say this, though. I am surprised over the years, the amount of talk the Pro Bowl in general has uh, has gathered, right? Where um, uh, Or whatever the right word is, has drawn, uh, where there are a lot of people for years that would say, ah, it's the worst, I don't like it, they should do this, they should change that. I've never understood, Crack, why there have been so many strong opinions about something that you... I guess, don't care about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have right. strong opinions about stuff I don't care about because I don't care about it. So it was just right. strange to me where That's it was right. like, this game sucks. People talked about it as if they had to watch it. You know what I mean? And it was right. bad. It's like, you don't have to watch it. I don't know why you would be that Set on voicing your displeasure with the Pro Bowl as if it's supposed to be postseason quality or something. It's just been weird
3: for a long time now. What do you do the rest of the day now today? Like, when we're done, what do yeah. you do? You are just hanging out with the girl, the, the, yeah. the missus, or what do you do? Yeah. do, you, do you, there's no, no football this Sunday. Oof. I know it, man. I'll hang out
2: with the uh, the miss, maybe someday misses. you know, if she plays her cards right, Crack, you know? That's right. If, more so if I play my cards right. But, <laughs> but um, now I'm going to watch some hoops. I'll hang with her. Uh, okay. A couple NBA games on today. Not much yep. in college. Sunday is pretty much a dud as far as college hoops goes, but. Yeah, watch a little bit of of, uh, NBA action. And I'll I'll be honest with you, Crack. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Sure. I'm going to watch a little bit of flag football. Oh, really? Just out of complete curiosity. Jeff, you? Are you (laughs) going to?
3: Jeff, you watching this flag football game (laughs) today? What
2: what time is it on? (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) Three ish, three Eastern? (laughs) You got stuff to do between three No way, Jeff's watching that. that Three o'clock.
1: I have normally watched the Pro Bowl. So is this flag football like are the big guys in this game or just the skill guys?
2: I hope there are big guys. That's I one think- thing about soccer, man. I miss big guys. No big guys in soccer. I hope there are big guys in flag football somehow some way.
1: Um I I mean if my kids want to watch, like if it gets them into watching football, right? Maybe like my, my son watched a little bit of the Senior Bowl with me yesterday, so that was like okay, kind of cool. Yo. But so that might have one. been only because of the different colored helmets. Like I was like, right. "Hey, look, the kid from Oregon. Here's a kid from right. Cal, Kentucky. <laughs> oh, Colgate. Um, maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was the reason why the
2: stickers and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so I don't know. I, I am. Uh, I'd be okay if there was never a Pro Bowl. Look. Yeah. No offense, Tyler Huntley seems like a a great human. I I don't know Tyler Huntley. I've interviewed him a couple times covering the Pac-12 conference. Uh, I watched him play at Utah. Seems like a great person. Yeah, Uh, him making the Pro Bowl this year, I think ended the Pro Bowl legitimacy. Like I think he threw two
2: touchdown passes in the regular season. Two. He's a Pro Bowler.
1: (laughs) And I think that kind of ended. And then it was unfair because then, like (laughs) then and then and then they put up you know the video of him throwing the ball in the target kind of competition. He's not even close. It's like, oh, yeah, man. because he's not a pro bowl quarterback, <laughs> you know, and it's not fair to him. It's not fair to the game. I would be okay. If they just said, yeah, we're just not doing this anymore. Um, we're going to, we'll, we, we will, we will make a pro bowl team because it's important for hall of fame and for, and for our legacy. Yeah. yeah. But that's the end of it. Like, we're not going to play this game anymore. Jeff, the um,
3: players are still incentivized, right? Contract-wise, you make the Pro Bowl. I, think it's very, I, I actually think it's very little. Or? I think it's oh, okay.
1: the, the money is not very much. Uh, not oh, a lot so it's not Pro like Bowl.
3: the big thing. Like, and, 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 like, and
1: by the yeah. way, Crack, you only get it if you make it on your, on the first Pro Bowl ballot. You don't get – like Tyler Huntley doesn't get an incentive right. for being the seventh quarterback that, that, oh, that's okay. in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a first guy. ballot. You only get yep. paid the bonus if you make a, if you're a first ballot Pro Bowl guy. Um, so – uh, it seems I mean, look the, the players enjoy being with each other, like getting a free trip to Vegas. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, they, they definitely enjoy that part of it, and I think the NFL enjoys having people come to Las Vegas to celebrate the NFL for a week. Sure, uh, and they will certainly enjoy everyone coming next weekend to next week to Phoenix to enjoy Phoenix. But I, I don't know if there's much need for this. But when seven million people watch the Pro Bowl today. It- yeah. And, you know, yeah. one and one million people watch college basketball today. We'll have a Pro Bowl <laughs> next season. So Sp- Speaking of kinda- which,
3: guys, though, you, you two guys, you guys are, aren't going to like Radio Row for anything else or nothing, right? You're not going to Arizona. I'll be there.
1: I'll, I'll be the Radio Row for a few days. Oh, you
3: yet. You are. I, I was so thinking to myself, God, it's going to cost me so much money if Fox wants me to go to Radio Road this year. <laughs> like, I, I swear, like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing an East Coast tour. I don't know if you guys know that. I'm going to Boston. I'm going to two different places in Boston to bet. I'm going to, uh, Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Then I'm swinging down to Atlantic City and I'm flying back to Vegas. I mean, I was like, oh my God, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going, anyway, I'm, I'm just, going
1: Monday. I'm going Monday through Friday. Um, but I'm still working. I'm doing like my work from Phoenix though. Still, not, my work does not stop. But uh, I'm just going Monday through Friday.
2: No okay, rest cool. for the weary, right there. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> no rest for one man who goes by the name. Isaac Lowencron as well. Ilo with the latest. What's going on?
4: No rest thanks to Kyrie Irving. TNT reported today that the Brooklyn Nets intend to keep Irving sidelined until a deal form is finalized ahead of Thursday's NBA trade deadline. And get this, the New York Post has just added that if Irving is not moved by the deadline, he hasn't decided yet whether he'll continue to play for the Nets or whether he will simply sit out the rest of the season.
3: Wow. What do you think wow. about what do you,
4: what do you think about that Kevin Durant?
3: If you don't like it, don't watch
4: it. What about you, LeBron? Yay. Why would Kevin Durant
2: put his trust in Kyrie Irving? That's what I keep coming back to. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about trade requests. KD initially had it right and then was like, nah, that's fine. I'll just run it back with Brooklyn. What was he thinking?
4: I I prefer to think of this in a different way. I actually appreciate what's going on now because think of it. We are. We're lowered to talking about flag football and dodgeball at the Pro Bowl today. Heaven knows what we're going to be talking about in two weeks. Kyrie Irving is helping us out by giving us great sports content, preparing us for the post-Super Bowl portion of the sporting calendar. At least that's what I'm choosing to believe, guys. I like it. All right. Well, right. we, we, we got to have something once we have the, the Chiefs and Eagles conclude things next week. Sunday. Meanwhile, on Saturday night, without Irving or Kevin Durant or Ben Simmons, the Nets actually rallied from 23 down to win over Washington, 125 to 123, thanks to Cam Thomas. That's right, a career high 44 points off the bench. Golden State defeated Dallas, 119 to 113, but Steph Curry left the game with a left lower leg injury. X-rays were negative. He'll have an MRI upcoming. The New Orleans Pelicans broke a 10-game losing streak, beating the Los Angeles Lakers, 131 to. 126, but LeBron James scored 27 more points, so he is just 36 points away from becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Also on Saturday night, the NBA suspended Orlando's Mo Bamba for four games and Minnesota's Austin Rivers for three games for their altercation on Friday night. Fellas, back to you. By the way, you want a little NBA betting tip? Just bet
2: the team total over of the team facing the Brooklyn Nets. Just do it. The Boston Celtics hung 139 on them a couple of nights ago. Washington, a buck 23, like you just said, Ilo, just, just bet the team total over against the Nets right now. It's too a, soon, bro. A wreck right now. Uh, an absolute wreck. But it is countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at @BetMGM. Let's dip our big toe into this. Three,
0: one, two, three. Prop it up. Let's go, play! Player plays.
2: Okay, we'll have more on this at the top of the hour as well. But if we uh, just hit on it briefly here, maybe just a prop bet as you look forward to Super Bowl 57, the standard prop. So we'll get into the which color the Gatorade's going to be and all the, the goofy fun stuff at the top of the hour. But one thing that I'm eyeing, guys, I'm looking at Mahomes, the completions, 24 and a half. I like the over. I think it's going to be a lot like the AFC title game where it's a lot of quick, precision, shorter passes. It's the number one pass defense in football, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Mahomes gets the 25 completions. I think It's going to be a close game. That's what
3: I'm eyeing right now. Hey, you know, um, you, you know, when you say that, I want to jump right in after you here because my guys, me and my guys, we think that Mahomes is pretty, maybe even healthier than people think. So for, for this game, he's going to get himself going. And we actually agree with you on some of this stuff. Um, I'm not an over guy. But if I do bet overs, I bet them early in the early in the week, by the way, guys. I bet unders more towards game time. I'll have a lot more next Sunday for you guys. Uh, but overs, yes, I did jump in with a little bit of over Mahomes on the yardage I still see bet MGM over 290 and a half minus 05 I would rather go over that than the 288 and a half minus 110 that I went over uh you know two more yards for five cents you could save there so I'm gonna uh, agree with you there and say Mahomes over his yards on this game
1: I think if you look at the way the Chiefs have to win, it has to be Patrick Mahomes having a big game, right? Like, that's the only chance I think they have to, to kind of keep this game close. Like, they're not going to win this game by grounding and pounding, right? It's not what they do anyways. Um, but I think there's a good opportunity in, in the screen game for the Chiefs in this matchup. And so the question becomes, again, like, which Chiefs running back is it who has the yardage? Yeah. Is it Pacheco or is it yeah. McKinnon? Because, Both last
2: week. Yeah. Um,
1: but... A lot of the big screens this year have actually been Pacheco. So, I think that that is, if you look at receiving numbers, the yardage total for him is where I would look because I'd imagine you want to hit those screens on the base downs when he is most often in the game. Pacheco does the third down stuff. And I think a lot of times you're going to see on third down too, Pacheco, uh, McKinnon. End up having to stay in to block too, so you can almost take the uh, the under in my opinion on receptions for him in this game because he will stay in the block to yeah. help the right tackle specifically a lot of a lot of times. So in that direction I would look kind of there. Um, you know, on the Eagles props, I, you know, the Eagles stuff is interesting because the Chiefs pass defense, guys, is so much better than than I think people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hurts is not 100%, so I, I'm curious if, again like, hurts under underpassing is something that, that people would, would look towards as far as kind of how this game might, might transpire. Um, it's one of
3: my props for later on, guys.
1: Yeah. Oh, you, you, you oh there we go. That's okay. One of them. Yeah. Um hurts yep. Hertz underpassing is yep. being something to look at this week.
2: All right, we got a lot to get to. We've got Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from Crackwins.com. I'm Brian No. Around the corner. I think it's better to be all in than passive. We'll have some details on that for you. It's Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Touchdown! Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by MetMGF. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz.
1: Are you kidding
0: me? And sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports
2: Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. How about a team that is all in? That would be the Denver Broncos. They traded for Russell Wilson last year. They traded for their new head coach, Sean Payton. They gave up a first-round pick and a second-round pick. Got Sean Payton and a third-round pick from the Saints in return. But there is no doubt that the Denver Broncos are absolutely all in. I like it. We'll see if it works, but I definitely prefer an aggressive approach than a passive one. I like that the, the Broncos are going all in, especially in that division. I, I think that's the only way you can approach it right now.
1: You needed an adult, right? Like a, a coach who is one successfully for a long time we often see in coaching hires you hire the opposite of what you just had right so you had nathaniel hackett there who was a first-time head coach who had not been in that spot before and it didn't go very well so you hire the opposite of that you hire sean payton who is a well-respected head coach obviously who's done a lot of winning so you hire the opposite of what you had i would imagine they told him look man you get one year with Russell Wilson. If it doesn't work out, we'll get out of it. We'll find a way out of it. But now you also know that if it doesn't work with Russell Wilson, it's not going to work ever with Russell Wilson. Am I right? You have Sean Payne yeah. here. Yeah. But the fit schematically between what Sean Payton has done throughout his career and what Russell Wilson has done well throughout his career do not mesh. So I actually do not think it's going to work. Um, wow. Yeah, they, it's not – they don't – Sean Payton's offense is a – is throw the ball quickly, is get the ball out. It's boom, 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 ball out. I mean, Drew Brees was retired to complete like 73% of his passes his final season there. If the ball was out, boom, 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 quick, quick, quick. That is not Russell Wilson. That is not what he does. Um, now, in this offense, it might force him to be that quarterback because that's what Sean Payne is going to coach. But this feels like the Broncos a play for the future. Like, we're going to we'll, we'll get him in the building now. We'll evaluate Russell Wilson and we'll give him a year and then we'll figure it out after that. That's what it feels like to me. Um, isn't that amazing? By the way, because before
2: last season, we thought it was the opposite. We thought Russ might have a good five, who knows, oh, yeah. ten sure. years left. And now yeah, it's we like wrong, one yeah. more year, and we might oh, go in a different. Didn't they direction. give him two
3: hundred and forty million dollars for? Is it? Isn't he have three more seasons there? It's one sixty one million guaranteed.
1: I think they can That's get. The, oh, I think they can oh, they get, can get out, out, with out of a it. reasonable right. with like a, 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 a reasonable cap they're going to get Hits.
3: out of it then. I mean, unless a he has a reasonable cap hit I believe
1: after next season. Um so that's what they would do and look, you just maybe first season and look, you you get a rookie quarterback, you offset that. I think they can get out after 2024 the cap hit is going to be uh you know it's 49 million. I mean, it is what it is. What do yeah. you do? Jesus. Um
2: <laughs> you just have to live with it, right? And all that compensation as well. Yeah. All the draft picks. Wow.
1: Wait, is he cut pre uh, wait? No, no, no. If you cut them post-June first, you, you get a lot more, but then obviously you have to then like wait till June 1st to release them, right? Which is a long time. And what it doesn't matter. I think it's a one-year, it's a one-year thing for, for Payne to figure oh, out wow. with Russell. My favorite Broncos kind of stat and storyline is that they have won a Super Bowl more recently than they have been the Kansas City Chiefs. So, they have to <laughs> <That's> like <great. laughs> They have to they have. They have to win the division like they they have a lot of work to do to get themselves right. to even back to the playoffs at this point, right? Yeah. And so yeah. hiring a competent coach obviously is kind of the first way to do that.
2: Well, yeah, and the first thing I think of is I hate to bring up your guy Aaron Rodgers, Jeff, but we don't know what the Raiders are going to do at quarterback. Let's say somehow, some way, they get they get Aaron Rodgers. That's holy cow, it's a tough division to begin with with the yeah. Chiefs, obviously, Mahomes, Herbert and the Chargers lurking. If the Raiders make a big offseason move, that makes life even more miserable for the Broncos.
1: If Rodgers leaves the NFC, who's the best? Is Jalen Hurts and then Dak Prescott the two best quarterbacks in the NFC conference?
2: Okay. Well, and Brock Purdy, obviously. Jesus. Brock Purdy walks on water over He won't here. even we start next that, year for yeah. the
1: Niners, but sure. <laughs> it, it's going to be... Right, the NFC has no quarterbacks. It's wild.
2: Do you have Trey Lance starting for yes. the Niners? Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's who it should be. We'll see how it works out. See how it works out. Uh, yeah, but not... Uh, That's what's going to be. Kirk Cousins would be one of the top guys. Yeah, be like the second best
1: quarterback in the the NFC. Yeah.
2: Wow, that's amazing right there. All right, we got a lot to do coming up. We'll have some fun with some off-the-wall props and also Super Bowl 57 quarterback expectations.
0: We'll lay it out for you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody?
2: Welcome in here. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We are a week away from Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 57. You know, I was just thinking with all the crazy prop bets, all the -the off-the-wall stuff, I'm curious what is the most off-the-wall prop bet you guys have had over the years. The one that comes to mind Mm. for me, it was Super Bowl forty-three. It was the Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals. And I bet on which team Obama would mention first in his pregame interview. And I'll never forget, whoever was asking him the questions, I I bet on the Steelers because he had been saying he thought that the Steelers were a really good team and might have mentioned he thought the Steelers would win. And the guy interviewing Obama was like, you know – president i i know that you love the steelers you think highly of them but what about kurt warner and larry fitzgerald and i'm like no this idiot he screwed up my bet And, and i checked and i actually won so technically he started off talking about cardinals individual players but he didn't mention them as a team so the first team he mentioned was the Steelers and I won the bet. But that is at the height of my degenerate betting list right there.
1: I had a I had two bets last year. Well, I knew someone that knew the actual time of the anthem. So I got that one correct. Like I knew someone that was on the that knew someone who was producing like the pregame show. But then I also wagered on like who would talk first between Dre and Snoop. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um I, and I think I I think like or what song it was something like where I I should have got it right but the wrong person spoke first by accident it was like something like oh, it, it was no. I was I got the other I was so upset it was like a ten dollar bet yeah, do you remember stupid. who you bet on um I forget what it was but yeah. I should have but like the way I I, I had the right song. Like I, I guess the right song in my head would they would play first, but then the other, per, the other, the other oh, artist spoke man. first instead of the one who was supposed to go first, type of thing. Like, yeah, and I just like I, L.A.,
2: what's going on? Yeah, or some, something. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it was like
1: the wrong person went first. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I look. I wager on the Gatorade color because I sort of have a a theory on on the color. Like, it, it it basically boils down to it's closely related to the jersey color. So like. You're not going to have a team wearing white that typically is going to have, like, red or orange Gatorade. Wow. Because the red and orange Gatorade is going to stain the jersey during the game. So if you're in the sideline, if you're wearing a white jersey, you're not going to drink red Gatorade because if you spill it, it's going to stain your jersey red. Yeah. Yeah. So you're typically not going to have, like, red or orange Gatorade. So if you think the Chiefs are going to win this weekend, you're not going to bet on them using like a red or orange Gatorade you would bet like oh. yellow long, or lime Clear. yellow yeah. or you would maybe bet on like a, a blue uh, even like a purple or it's one of those bets like I don't know um and then every now and then you bet on like random touchdown scorer. like I might bet a mark I might put down a Marcus Kemp touchdown this weekend let, let
3: me uh, let me let me jump in here, guys. I could do a whole show on. There this, you go. Whole, <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, I could do a whole three hour show on uh, on stuff that I've been involved in over the years. You know, I'm not one of those guys that like the word inside information. That's all. But let's just face it. Let's call it what it was. I have had some great inside information. Like like literally when Coldplay sung the halftime, um, I had a uh, big guy in the security watching them warming up like for yeah. like a, two days there you and go. real simple they acapelloed the song yellow um and he said listen the first song is going to be yellow and i had and there was seven to one plus seven and a half to one wow. on yellow which i bet i bet it down to two to one i kept on betting the bet and betting. this was a this was a five-figure score for me and then what happens is, uh, <laughs> I, I give it out to a lot of friends and stuff, and then and, and a lot of people, it went to Pickham, literally. It went to Pickham. And they didn't and, do it. And no, no, he, he acapelloed it, and the sports books were like, the two sports books that had it were like, well, he, come out, he came out and acapelloed it by himself. Well, that's what oh. acapello is. He by himself. They both paid, but I had to tell him, listen, Ooh. that was singing the song. He, he sung the first lyrics, two two lyrics of of the song, instead of having the full band behind him. So that was a weird one. How about this? Okay. Christian Aguilera. Uh, C- 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 Aguilera, Aguilera. Christian Aguilera. Yeah, okay. I don't even know her name. How about that? <laughs> but, but I know I bet thousands of dollars on this. Um, and, and didn't get paid, by the way. Did not get paid. I won easy, but didn't get paid. So Why I, not? I sung. I, I, I sung. I, 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 I bet under that double she'll brave? sing it. Because she fit, she missed the word "the" the in the song, they have to sing exactly every single word oh, no. verbatim to way, the way the song was written. The sports books found a way to get out of it, oh. and they didn't pay me because she did what? miss one word in the song. Was wow. the, the Gladys
1: national Knight? Knight national anthem where she said "brave" twice, and there was like a there was like a oh, there you go there, there you was go like a, there was That's like an a, thing. A, a debate of whether or not. If the first brave was technically the end of the song and then she repeated right. the end twice, right, and which right, one right. counted as the end. Do you guys remember that that kerfuffle a few years ago? I do. Which was the actual end of the national anthem. Make sure to yeah. you check your house rules, everybody, on, sure. on on what on what the actual anthem yeah. is. But yeah. but also you don't have to bet on those. I mean, you can bet on the coin yeah. toss. To me, feels like the one that's the silliest. It's of ridiculous all. Like, now. now <laughs> that's yeah. just a guess. I mean, a lot, lot of the just, books are minus one
2: hundred
3: and one. I mean,
2: what yeah. was it? it was I, there's a funny story with uh, Matthew Slater? He's the great special teams yeah, player for, Patriots, for the New England yeah. Patriots. He would always guess heads because he said God was the head of their household. So he always bet heads. So if you had a Patriots Super Bowl, like something like that, if there's anything that like, doesn't mean they the won, Patriots are the, the visiting toss, team. Though. They're going to be guessing, like that type of thing. Yeah, but you're right, Jeff. It's it's not what okay, they're, so here, they're so guessing. So here, it's so here's what it a ends up being.
1: Well, here, so here's a practical one that we actually hit a lot. It did not hit the Bengals. Did not score first on Sunday. But like the Chiefs are going to win 100% defer if they get if they win the toss. Like that's what it's 100% could happen. The Eagles though, what like if we find out what data, obviously you can look at the data. like what. What does Sirianni do? If they win the toss and they and they take the ball, like Eagles to score first would be a great wager to take in this game depending on how the coin toss, how they operate. Like the, the Chiefs defer 24-7. Every yeah. time they defer, it's what they do. They're never not going to defer. That's always what they're going to do. By the um, way,
2: what would you do if you're the
1: Eagles and you won the toss? I would defer. I would always defer. Mm-hmm. Because I, think, I would I think always the, defer, I, too. I think the opportunity to double up – at the end of the first half and then start the second half, that that ability there can win and lose you a game more than scoring first. Like, that, that opportunity there to control that middle eight minutes, right, to end the first half with a score and then begin the second half with a score... Is so powerful in a game that I would always play for that. Plus, you come into halftime, you take a deep breath, especially if you're like behind. You know, think about it: you're behind ten points. Come out and score, boom! Even if you don't double up, right? Like you're behind ten points, come out and score. You feel good. You're up ten points. You come out and score. How much? Like I think that that power of coming out of halftime with the opportunity to score points is better than starting the game with seven. So that's why I would I would always defer every single time I would defer.
3: Let me, let me tell you guys something, too. Talk about something that, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm one of the guys in the media, one of the rare guys that talks about losses here. So um, I have had great information on the Gatorade color. Just mm. think about it. I've actually had years where I knew both sides what was in, in the Gatorade, uh, uh, what color Gatorade. I had to prove to bookmakers years ago when the Giants played that there was well, clear Gatorade yeah, the
1: Jerry in the Laurentian Bucket story.
3: It He's poured, and it went right down past the blue, and you, it looked blue. I had to show him the little driplets, how it was clear, Gatorade in there. But I'm going to tell you the bad thing. So last year, I had, yes, I, I, I had someone that knew the Gatorade delivery guy, of course. So um, I had two different color Gatorades that went into that stadium. And that did not win, so I don't know if that went to like the executive staff or something. But that Gatorade did not get dumped, and uh, it, it it really bothered me last year. I, listen, you can't. It's kind of a novelty bet. You can't really bet what you bet. Years ago, I bet a couple thousand on it, and and literally I could not bet any uh, giant money uh, last year on it, even though I did I did lose that bet, like I said. So it's yeah, um, it's that's rare. That's up when by we... the way at MGM, just to let you know that that bet is up. You could bet the color of the Gatorade. Oh yeah, definitely you can. You've it's heard, rare. You've heard we heard the, all know.
1: You've it, heard the, the Jared Lorenzen story, right? Where he told his friends the color of the Gatorade before the in two thousand seven when the Giants beat the Patriots. Okay,
3: so let, this is the year I think I won it. So go, yeah, go ahead.
1: He said. He said he he told he he the story is Jared Lorenzen said that he 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 went over to uh, look at the color of the Gator on the Patriots sideline. Yep. And Texas friends, what it was. Now, obviously, the, the Patriots <laughs> lost that game, right. so it didn't really matter. But right. yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo, and Texas friends, what, to, what color to bet on? <laughs> oh my to God. Bet on?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time, because we do countdown to kickoff on Saturdays as well, and Rich Ornberger, uh, he did some crack research on all this stuff. The last time I believe that we haven't had the great Gatorade bath was the Super Bowl, the Patriots beat the Falcons. And think it makes sense, right? It was, overtime, it was this yeah. final touchdown with James White and overtime. Yeah. And who's no gonna Gatorade. have the Gatorade no ready? One no
3: one is. So you gotta keep that in mind orange as well. Orange is where, the favorite by the way, guys. I don't know how, but it's plus three to see, one at MCM. Orange, orange. To
1: me like Orange wouldn't be like you like if you were doing like here's the thing. If you were doing this, if you really wanted to win money on this, you would go watch Eagles games this year yep. and see what color Gatorade they've been drinking all season. Yeah, like they're not going to change for the Super Bowl. Like, go watch Eagles home games, see what because they're wearing green this weekend. Go see what color Gatorade they've been drinking. They're going to drink that color this weekend, and then go look at Chiefs way, away games, see what color they've been drinking. They're going to drink the same color. They're not going to yeah. deviate on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Now, the obvious, The worst part is obviously if they dump the water on the coach instead, um, right. then you're screwed.
3: Well, no, that that can way. It's one of the bets. Clear oh, no, no, no. is five I know, to one, no, plus five
1: hundred. I know that. Yeah. I'm saying if you if you do the research on what oh, right. Gatorade color is, and then you and then dump the water. And then they on they him. Pour, right? Have you ever
2: had Jeff on all these NFL sidelines? Have you ever had multiple colors or just one color the,
1: for game day? I I never paid attention. Yeah, I, I never. Traveling I think we had. Think we had oh, one color. I guess I, I was not a Gatorade drinker. They're not a sponsor right. of our show, right? So. Right. Um, Gatorade is, is sugar and carbohydrates. Oh, it's terrible. It's not, like, uh, it's not really good for you. So I was Tremendous, not a big Gatorade drinker. Tastes
3: great, though. I love
1: it. Pedialyte. Pedialyte for the win, for, the, for electrolytes. <laughs>
3: so just real, real quick, guys. Orange, 3 to 1. Yellow, green. You get both colors, 3.5 to 1. Blue, 4 to 1. Clear, 5 to 1. Red, pink, 5 to 1. Purple, 9 to 1. So there, mm-hmm. there we go. And then you have no Gatorade poured at all. 16 to 1. 16 to 1? I'm there
2: telling you, you, if it's a very close game, it's a walk-off field, field goal, goal to kick.
1: Win? I like that. 16 to 1? Yeah. 16 to 1? I, I would take that. I would yeah. take that. Yeah. There you go. Field goal to win?
3: <laughs> yeah. Field goal to I win. Think and of, no you're game right, guys. For they they yeah. just walk off and the game's over, right? Is that what yeah. you're saying? The,
1: they, yeah. I, I love Jason. By the way, uh, earlier Jason Scott t- talking about the safety it happened one time. That that oh god, that, that a Seahawks opened up, Marcos opened game. up the
3: game, right? Didn't uh, yeah, first play of the game, snap over Peyton's And Now head. everyone. Yeah.
1: Also, too, I would imagine there's a big liability for him on overtime, which probably gets wagered every single time. There's only been one Super Bowl that's gone to overtime. I imagine that, that gets wagered pretty heavily, right, as well. Yeah. It will go to yeah. overtime.
3: That's two bets the wise guys make, you know. They bet no overtime oh, yeah. and no safety. That's the two bets they make. So. Oh, really? I just can't they, lay that much. I can't lay 13 to 1. I can't. I, I just can't. Yeah, but, that's um, a lot, man. On the no.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I'm
2: surprised. Out of 56 games so far, we've had one go to overtime. Yeah. That's pretty surprising to me, man. Especially look at how many Super Bowls the last I'd say the better part of the last two decades, how many close Super Bowls we've had. We've had some really close games and only have one to go to overtime as well. And all the
1: missed me. all the missed kicks are like when it's been less than three points. Yeah, you know, like like when most often like the 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 missed kicks don't happen when it's tied.
2: So, like, give me an example of that. What would it be?
1: Like, like Norwood kick.
2: Right. Right. Okay. Like like the game was tied. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. 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 It's wild that it's worked out. Someone just.
3: You guys are right. You guys are all, all, all three of us, plus the guy that just texted me. I was agreeing on this. I'll take the no pour for 16 to 1. If it's a close game that comes down to the final play, they usually don't pour it. Wow. By the way, do we have, because
2: all the standard props fluctuate during the game, you can still take prop bets during the game. Do we get fluctuating Gatorade odds? I would love it. If if it's a closer game, you can get like no Gatorade (laughs) pour at the end. Very
1: funny.
3: That yeah. would be hilarious. No pours have happened in 2013. I, I got a great guys here. No pours have happened twice in the last nine years. 2013, 2017. I guarantee that will not be the odds. Now someone's going to change 20, them up. 2017
1: was the yeah. the That, that
3: must one, have been yeah. the Patriots over the wow. Falcons. What was okay. the previous
1: one? 2013? 2013? That was, that, was that was the Niners-Ravens game. No pour.
2: Yeah, that's wow. it. That's it because, right, the Niners had the ball. Trying to go for the winning touchdown, very close at the end.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: How do you find these stats? That's my man, Espo. How do you find these stats? 2013, there was well, no game There hasn't, there hasn't
1: been a, cause there hasn't been a game winning kick, in any of those games. Oh, since I got then. You. There hasn't okay. been like it has to be the yeah. final play of the game has to be the one that like like it's in you know in doubt essentially. Like you have to like you know like a lot of those games you know you kind of haven't had to have that. That's why. Who's
2: the team that changes everything? Remember the. The pregame intros, they used to introduce, like, the offense of one team, the defense of another team individually. I loved that as a kid because I loved learning where these guys went to college. And the Patriots came along in one and changed all that. They're like, we want to be introduced as a team. Who's the hater team who wins by double digits but says no Gatorade? None. Right. And and it might change things going (laughs) forward. Um, Which team does that? Yeah.
1: (sighs) I mean, it would have been the Patriots, but I don't. But I think at that point, Bill doesn't even care. Like, who cares at that point? Just dump all the gator on me that 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 you want. Um, they, it's we, one we, of the which, famous pours with his
2: dad next to him in yeah. Super Bowl thirty nine against I don't think the Eagles. right that now any great. team that would do that. Yeah, I hope not. I hope we embrace fun, you know, in football. Yeah, you got to embrace fun. Hey, every Thursday, be sure to check out our countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM Original Podcast, features yours truly. Also, Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger, we give our takes on all the key lines and get you set for the weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger today, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No, Coming up next, let's look at the QBs. What are we expecting from Mahomes and Hertz when Super Bowl 57 rolls around? It's Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM.
0: Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. Fox, Fox. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian Noe, 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenburger.
2: It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new-looking features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's live betting, the Daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature, new users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. All right, fellas, as we look at the Super Bowl 57 quarterback matchup, really interesting what you're expecting from both I mean, I'll start with Jalen Hurts because if you look at what Hurts has done in the playoffs, he's been steady. He just hasn't had to do a whole lot. They wrecked the Giants 38 to 7. That was the first game back from injury for Jalen Hurts. And then they crushed San Francisco 31 to 7. And so Jalen Hurts threw for a buck fifty-four and a buck twenty-one. That's it. He hasn't had to do a whole lot. And so I'm really curious to see what he does specifically passing the ball against the Chiefs if he needs to. And we would assume he's got to do a lot more than the previous two playoff games. So I'm curious to see what he does. With that being said, what are you expecting from Jalen Hurts in this game?
1: Yeah, so it's clear he's not 100% with his shoulder. Now that doesn't affect his 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 throwing obviously. It affects a little bit the way I think he's running the ball and kind of his the way he's protecting himself, but you're right. He hasn't had to do a lot. And we saw the Niners I think do a good job of trying to just keep him in the pocket and force him to beat him to beat them with his arm, which he wasn't, you know, the best at in the game. I wouldn't say he was beating them with his arm consistently. And I feel the Chiefs are going to be in that same boat where they're going to say, "Hey, look, at best, we want to take away the run and make you try to beat us with your arm. And the way the Chiefs secondary has played, it's played much better. They they have done a much better job the back half of the season as Trent McDuffie has been inserted in the lineup and gotten healthier. um, As they have gotten these younger players more reps, they have been better. And they're going to say, I think they're going to say, look, we're not going to let the run game beat us. The numbers have bared out. Jalen Hurts is not as good when you pressure him with one extra defender. His pressure, his, his. Uh, I think he's fifth and uh, fifth worst in the NFL in in a uh, success rate against pressure. Not not pressure with four guys when you bring a blitz. Um, and, and, this, and so I think I think Sp- and we know Spags, Chiefs' defense corner, loves to pressure. So then, I think we're going to see a steady diet of trying to get Hurts uncomfortable via. Bringing some extra defenders in his face for the Chiefs, and just say, "Look, you're not going to beat us by running the football against us."
3: I uh, I got to tell you, I gotta read some. Let me read some prop bets to you guys, Home, head to head. So, Mahomes hurts more completions. Mahomes minus five and a half over Hertz. Everything's going to be Mahomes by the way, favorite here. More pass attempts minus eight and a half over Hertz. More touchdown passes. This is interesting. Minus a half minus 120 or you can go the money line if it lands like 1-1, uh, minus 250 and the next one is the more gross passing yards mahomes hurts that's the one i'm probably more interested in. i did not bet this one yet i'll read the way it's written more gross passing yards mahomes minus 52 and a half yards over hurts you know Boy, I tell you, if he was 100%, which he's probably 75 and maybe even Hurts is 80, but I'm, I'm going to say Mahomes is 75, man, this would be a big bet for me. Uh, I, I, Me and my team, we love uh, Mahomes over Hertz in this situation. Uh, Jeff, you mentioned it earlier. I did not mention it. I was going to mention it at the end of the show. Let's mention it now. Um, we actually like under on uh, Hertz passing yards. So, but I find some funky different ways to bet the Super Bowl this year, and this would be one of those ways. So uh, under Hertz passing yards, uh, I, got, I got like two forty and a half. Um, I just think that that uh, this way to bet it minus fifty two and a half, which would mean over two ninety two and a half for Mahomes, uh, which I liked, like. Like I said earlier, I like the over yards. You could get over two ninety and a half minus oh five um, at. At, at BetMGM, but I like my way a little bit better, even though it's a little bit more of a wider spread because I, I just think that... Uh uh, that that you know when you when you have a guy you let you're betting over on another guy you're betting under on wow lots of things have to go wrong there for me to, to lose this bet so I think that's kind of interesting it just there's many ways to bet the Super Bowl you yeah. don't have to bet side. everyone everyone asks me I have a, like eleven interviews set up next week I know the number one thing set up is the number one question is going to be who do you like in a big game mm-hmm. you know by the way we have to call it big game out here in Vegas we can't call <laughs> it legally we can't yeah. call it Super Bowl but uh, and, and yeah, yeah I I bet the Eagles. Yes, plus one and a half is a good line. The lines currently minus one and a half everywhere. The Eagles. So I have a you know a three point. You really don't want to cut the zero. So two and a half point edge on on my bet. But you want to know something? By game time, I, I who knows? I might even get off the game. The the, the sharp syndicate group. I know that bets. Uh, Lots of really good props, really good information early. They're going everything pro-Kansas City and probably even lean to Kansas City. By the way, I see this game closing at one, not one and a half. I don't see it moving tremendously, but I see this game Philadelphia uh, minus one. I think some KC action is going to come in late on the game. I would say this. I would say
2: beware of wow. And what I mean by that, I'll get to Mahomes in a second in this game, but if we backtrack a little bit, if you look at the Bengals – I'm not saying everybody on the Bengals against the Chiefs was because of what the Bengals had done to the Bills, but that was a part of it for some people. The Bengals made us say, wow, they won 27-10. to They totally shut down Josh Allen. What a performance. And then styles make fights. It's a different matchup against the Chiefs. Things changed. And so if you apply that to Patrick Mahomes, what Mahomes did against the Bengals was a wow performance. MVS had over 100 yards receiving. Like Jeff pointed out earlier in the show, he completed a pass in the fourth quarter to Marcus Kemp, right? Like Mahomes was special on basically one leg, at least not close to 100% in that game. And so a lot of us said, wow, I'm just saying styles make fights and against the number one pass defense in the NFL in the Eagles, four dudes with double digit sacks. I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes... Isn't making us say, wow, in this game but, is all I'm saying.
1: But you can't say that and then not acknowledge the quarterback with the highest QBR the Eagles have faced all season is Jared, is Jared Goff in week one. Huh. Fair, so like, yeah. Like the Eagles, yeah, they have number one pass defense. Absolutely true. And they have a great pass rush. But they have not faced anyone close to Patrick Mahomes the entire season. And Patrick Mahomes throughout his career has gobbled up top pass defense. He's 4-0 this season against top 10 pass defenses, averaging 287 yards and 10 touchdowns against those four defenses this year. The problem is not, to me, the secondary for the Eagles. It's the pass rush, which Mahomes does not control. Mm -hmm. And you're betting against Patrick Mahomes, you're betting on the Eagles' pass rush.
2: I agree with you. But the counter to that is they haven't faced a Mahomes-type quarterback, but they have faced Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings, who they've completely shut down. they faced elite wide receivers. And, and what you have in the elite category for the Chiefs is Travis Kelsey. You do have anything else elite. So while Mahomes yeah, is elite, I'm, I'm, they haven't I, faced those, those receivers the same way.
1: I'm not terribly worried about the Chiefs not finding guys open. To me, it's can you block the front four. Like this is going to be, I mean, this is what Andy Reid does. They're going to find guys open. If they can find guys open last weekend, they can find guys open this weekend. It's a matter of can you block the front four? Because we often know that you know a, a, a great pass rush, in my opinion, leads to a great secondary. Right? It's not really the other way around. Sure. And like you, you can, you, if you have a great secondary, but you have a bad pass rush, you probably don't have a great pass defense. So if you can block them up long enough. You will find guys open. It's can you get those front four guys blocked up long yeah. enough? And the Chiefs going to have to find a way to do that.
2: that. That was the recipe for the Niners. That's why they had such a good pass defense Absolutely. because of their pass rush. Yeah, and no doubt about that. All right, we've got a, a great show here for you because of our pass rush. That would be Isaac Lowenkron with the latest here. You know, Isaac we're like secondary guys, and Ilo. He's what the even... Nick Bosa of this operation. Yeah.
4: Well, I was just going to say, I got 15 yards for a late hit, uh, apparently. Then I threw my <laughs> helmet, and I got fined $44,000. We've got big corners on this show. Crack on one mm-hmm.
2: end, Jeff Schwartz on the other, and <laughs> we, we play... You know, press coverage on this show.
4: We'd be an uns- we'd be unstoppable in pickup football against any rivals at Radio Row this um- upcoming week Absolutely. at the Super Bowl. We got some fresh details today at the Kyrie Irving drama with TNT reporting that the Brooklyn Nets intend to keep Irving sidelined until a deal for him is finalized ahead of Thursday's NBA trade deadline. The New York Post adding today that if Irving is not moved by the deadline, he hasn't decided yet whether he'll continue to play for the Nets or or whether he will simply sit out the rest of the season. Nets were without Irving, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons on Saturday night, but they still won. And not only that, they rallied from 23 down to do it, beating Washington 125-123. to Cam Thomas scored a career-high 44 off the bench. Golden State defeated Dallas, but Steph Curry left the game with a left lower leg injury. X-rays were negative. He'll have an MRI. And the New Orleans Pelicans broke a 10-game losing streak by beating the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James scored 27 points. He's just 36 points away from becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Also Saturday Saturday night, the NBA suspended Mo Bamba of the Orlando Magic for four games and Austin Rivers of the Minnesota Timberwolves for three games because of their altercation on Friday night. Fellas, all yours.
2: Thank you, ILO. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Man, talking about Super Bowl 57. I'm ready for the game today. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. But when you guys start thinking about the running games, let's get into that a little bit here. Which running game is going to be better? Or the better question is, how effective will each running game be? Because... I don't know about you guys. I'm expecting more from the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts with his legs is the X factor. Mahomes not completely healthy. So I think the Eagles have more success. They rushed for 148 yards against San Francisco, the league's best run defense. They can do their thing. I expect more from the Eagles, but how effective do you think each running game will be when the Super Bowl rolls around? Well, yeah, Jeff, go ahead, the
1: Chiefs just... The, the Chiefs just don't. No, I was care just saying. I'm actually. Like, I'm
3: actually. I am betting some some stuff here too. So, yeah. go ahead, Jeff.
1: Like it's just like if the Chiefs cared to run the ball, I would be like, yeah, man. Like, yeah, I would. I think they can run the ball. We we've definitely seen um, you know their their ability to run the ball when they want to do so, but they just don't really often want to do. The Eagles have been you know this year they've had trouble stopping the run at times, but that's not something the Chiefs really want to do. If I were the Chiefs. I would force um, Jalen Hurts to keep the ball as many times as possible when they run those zone reads. Because he clearly is favoring his shoulder when he runs. And I would make him take as many hits as possible the entire game. That's how I would defend them. Um, you, know, you might end up having to put like you Willie know, really Gay or, or someone you don't want on the edge against him in a position that you might not really want to see. Um, but I would make Jalen Hurts be the primary ball carrier and live with the results.
3: What I was going to say is, um, me and my team, we actually, I'm, I'm going to give a prop out already. Good boy, I tell you. It's so hard not to talk gambling. I'm sorry, guys. This just my life. So, <laughs> fine, man. Uh, Go for it. We actually, uh, Sanders, I think Sanders is going to be pretty active in this game. I, I actually bet uh, over 12 and a half, laid a little juice on the over on him uh, getting attempts. And, you know, I, everyone's talking game well. I understand, like, I never, I never by the way. I really never even heard of this guy till the last couple of weeks. I mean, uh, Gamewell and Boston Scott is the other guy. I just, you know, I never really... These are like the backup guys, I understand now. But there's lines on these guys. So um, I actually lean to the under, like Boston Scott. If you can get under three and a half attempts for him, I lean to the under there. I think Sanders is going to be pretty busy here. I bet the over attempts. Uh, Gamewell, I did not. But um, on the other side, too... Uh, Jeff said earlier, who who is going to be the busier guys here for KC? Uh, Of course, Pacheco is the favorite to be the the busier guy. But, um, you know, when, when the defense may expect something, you may come back with the other way and maybe get McKinnon more involved or one of these secondary guys more involved or maybe even draw up some. Let me just tell you, Mahomes, even though he was injured last week, he came in there and rushed for a couple plays. I'm not even going to. They, they were even this week. I think his his yards. They were they went from over twelve and a half, thirteen and a half. They're up to like nineteen. Even if there's a couple designed plays that he does rush, there may be some scrambling plays where no one's open. and He rushes for a couple yards. He can hit that number. So um, I, I, there, I'm I'm pretty heavily involved in rush uh, you know uh, bets already, and I'm going to give you guys not here but in in about you know 15 minutes i'm probably going to shock you on a play that i made uh from one of the receivers so we'll have a whole week to think about it and digest it but i love it it.
2: there you go my two questions how are the eagles running rushing carries divided up right because it's been running back by committee for most of the season sure did they keep with that or did they change it up a little bit and miles sanders gets the bulk of the carries We'll find out. And on the Chiefs' side is, how many carries does Pacheco get? I love this freaking guy. I yeah. There are many games where I'm like, why don't they just give him the ball more? McKinnon gets some carries here and there. Fine, whatever. But Pacheco, he runs like someone just said. If you don't run for five yards on this carry... Uh, something bad is gonna happen to your family. And he's like, what? And he's just out there. He's <laughs> angry, man. I love that guy and I wish he would get the ball more often. Well they're saying than they it to
3: him. it's eleven and a half over thirty. So that's a lot of carries in a game. There's they're saying he's going to get a ball get the ball a lot of times. So uh, we'll see what's gonna happen. Sanders is also at the high at twelve and a half over thirty. Uh 13-and-a-half when looking at one spot, minus 110. So I think Pacheco is going to be the guy that's going to be – they're going to be handing the ball off according to the oddsmakers. I didn't bet that one, though, so.
4: Mm-hmm. No, it's
3: going to be anyway. really interesting
2: to see how that, that shakes out. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com today. Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. You know, coming up next, it really is Christmas in February for crack. You can, just, you can just – you can – You can see, like, the wisdom teeth in his smile right now with all these prop (laughs) bets for the Super Bowl. He'll give out some of those right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Touchdown! Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: And sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger.
2: It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Uh, Yes, and we want to give uh, props to the crew here in just a second. New users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. As promised, props to Isaac Lohenkron, producer extraordinaire. Ryan Bershinger, producer extraordinaire. And also Iowa Sam, technical producer extraordinaire. I love this. I have to bring something from the text chain to the air real fast. Crack, he just texted the group. Six sick music choices for background oh, yeah. this entire season. The whole season. Great job. I would second that. Maybe I will work in some Slayer, some lamb of God from time to time. Make sure everybody's awake, ready to go, you know, ten AM on the on the East Coast, seven A. M. on the west coast. Sure. Just me, you know, throwing some craziness from time to time. <laughs> Jeff loves the heavy metal as well. He loves it. Oh, cer- oh I thought Jeff was
3: a rap guy.
2: Oh. Sure, certainly, certainly love it. Yep. That's just his cover, Crack. He's like, yeah, oh. I, I kind of like okay. Electron. He's a metal guy deep down. I, I can see it. I know. Coming yeah. up at the top of the hour, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio with Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger. Definitely check that out. Those do, uh, guys do a great job. Now, I was saying that it is Christmas in February for you, Crack. It yeah. is. We've got all of these prop bet opportunities for Super Bowl 57 we want you
3: to lay a few of uh, your better picks. Or yeah, you most, know, uh, yeah, I, I will have really so starting. many. Believe it or not. Uh, well, first, I'll just tell you, if, if anyone's a pro at this and makes makes their money living uh, makes their living betting betting sports like myself. Uh, you really shouldn't lose a Super Bowl. I've never lost on a Super Bowl. It's just a matter of how much you hold percentage-wise. I've had some where I've held 1% and 2%, and I had one where I held double digits, which was sick. And that means of of the money getting getting down. You're betting so many bets, like literally – by game time, I'll probably have a hundred different bets. I don't know what I'm rooting for. I don't watch the game and say, "Oh my God, don't let him get yards. Let him get yards. Make it incomplete, not incomplete." I don't root for that. It's just too hard to do that. I grade them at the end of the game like a professional. I don't really root for too much stuff, like unless I have like a uh, no touchback first play. I know what I need or stuff like that. There's, there's, it's just a real professional. The sign of a real professional is not knowing what you have, betting so many bets, getting down a lot of volume, volume on lots of different things and at the end you know winning your small little percentage and 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 winning money and the reason why you could do that is because there's too many things for the bookmaker to follow i should have asked jason this next week i'll terrorize him with this um there's too many uh things literally they have to they can't follow lines on 900 player prop, proposition bets and then follow all of the NFL and all, I'm sorry, all of the NBA stuff and all of the different other markets that are available that day, that weekend. It's tough to, to, to follow every single thing. So, uh, that being said, yes, what did I bet? You know what I bet? I'm, Jeff will be happy here. I think Kansas City, even though Philadelphia has been a really good first half team this year, I think Kansas City's going to come out and score over 12.5 points in the first half. I actually bet over 11.5 minus 15 I bet over 12 and a half. I think they'll come out first half and score some points here. So that, that's, that's one bet. It's not really a prop bet, but that's one bet I made. Um, I'm trying to think of, Look looking here from the plethora of bets I made to give you guys. Oh, here, here's the one where, wow, you might be absolutely shocked by this. Um, I actually bet over on something, Whoa. which I thought I'd be under on this guy, Kelsey. I bet over Six and a half minus a dollar forty yesterday twice on over Kelsey receptions. Okay. I think we'll have some uh, under under passes. You know, when I say under, like some quick out passes mm-hmm. rather than you know twenty yard passes, thirty yeah. yard passes. I, I bet over on it, on his passes over six and a half. You know, over seven and a half plus like a dollar forty. I seen too. God, I don't know. Eight sounds like a big number for anyone. But this situation here, uh, Jeff, what do you think about that real quick? You want to say something?
1: I, I think Kelsey will get, get a lot of receptions. Okay,
3: good. I'm getting off that bet yeah, now.
1: I think he has to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not what you. You're, you're, crack is like crack is like all. In. I'm not. I'm not even like there yet. Like I, like I'm thinking more like, how many can I wager on the how many months it takes Kyrie to sabotage his new team, whatever oh, team yeah. he's on. Like yeah. what can we can we wager on things like that instead sure. of instead of going prop That bets? should
2: be available right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I think I like some simple stuff, as I mentioned, like, you know, I'm a big into I think Mahomes has to be the Chiefs offense in this weekend. So yep. whatever you can get down on Mahomes, I think completions and yards that has to be the way for the Chiefs to compete this weekend. Um, and I think, again, on, on vice versa, you know, the hurts under passing yards to me and feels like a spot that. You know, the Eagles would love if he's not the offense, right? It's the running game. It's, it's surgical precision passing. Things like that is what I'm looking forward to. All right, we still got some time. Let's dive into this real fast.
0: This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to Matt.
3: All right, Crack, what is it, bud? Well, listen, I I normally, like I said, you're overs early, unders late. At game time, I'm going to have a ton of stuff next Sunday, but I do like that under that he just said uh, on on quarterback by Hertz yards. I think you should get on that now because it's moving everywhere. So that's a good play for us. Next week, I'll have a bunch of stuff for you. Get your pen and paper ready. By the way,
2: no better outro than Slayer!